Hello, and welcome. welcome. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 88 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparos. With me in the kitchen studio are... Um, Crickle Cubicle. Sure. Chris Antista. Yeah, fine. Uh, Dave Rock the Vote Rudden. And Tyler Wild. I'm not going to say something silly and then have you repeat you my real name. Just say Tyler underscore Wild. That's your middle name. Everybody knows. Tyler underscore Wild. This show is about video games. It is. And no. we're, we're past October. Finally, no more impetus to do spooky shows that nobody likes to listen to. <laughs> oh, shut up, everybody. Halloween's the best. You wait uh, for the Video Game Apocalypse Christmas episodes. They will bore the shit out of you. Oh, my God. Mm. Don't build up their expectations. Mm. Jesus Christ. Uh, the top five games filled with joy. That's how I sound. I wasn't doing an impression of you. I was doing an impression of the show's headline. Oh, I see. Which is what you sound like in written form. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. Top five battles of Holly. Brad Bromance. The episode. I mean, say bro a thousand times. Let's do that again because everybody will turn it off immediately. Somebody did. I don't think I was even on that episode and someone said. That was the greatest episode ever on uh, Twitch wow. stream I was doing. Yeah, hmm. and I'm like, I wouldn't know. Hmm. We got a lot of complaints for it. Oh, well, we will never do that's that. That's why again. people should, before they complain, eat dicks. Oh, yeah. Like, just consider good. eating a dick. It's a good first. precautionary first. measure. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like, uh, like, see if you have any dicks in the fridge yeah. and like eat one. And, like, <laughs> yeah. do I still feel like complaining? Yeah. Do you still feel like <laughs> complaining? It, it, it just, it's just one of those things. It's like a, a trial period before you can buy a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. So do that next time. Next time you think of making an asinine comment about one thing you didn't like four seconds you didn't like in a podcast, mm-hmm. just try eating a dick. So this this week is the top. And five I will recommend it if you bring top them up five to condescending podcast hosts. <laughs> yes, top five tastiest dicks game. <laughs> yes, I better be number close number two. because what comes out this week? It's kind of a big deal. My dick. Um, uh, All of dicks. Mario Kart DLC. <laughs> no, you're wrong. No. Um, Hmm, well, what could possibly come out? Advanced War Dicks. Uh, something on... Uh, oh, Just kind of said it. Oh, Dicks the Game? Yes, Dicks uh, the Game. The Dute? Call of Duty. Yes. The Dute. The Dute. Let's Dute it up. Never caught Starring up. Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> the Dute is out, and with some surprising reviews. Yeah, Cod mm-hmm. Awe, uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Ka-daw. is out, and I was totally disinterested, and then it started getting some good reviews. And uh, so I went ahead and grabbed it, and I think it's the best one since Modern Warfare 2. And how do I know this? Because I downloaded it at 10.30 and then uh, stopped playing it at 6.30 when the Mm. credits were rolling on the campaign. And the last time I did that was for Modern Warfare 2. So I can't believe you used reviews for buying advice, Michael. I know. Nobody does that anymore. Well, it's interesting in a case like Call of Duty because I think I do look at the review scores. And I'm being honest, and and I don't like this part about myself, that to see if it gets worse reviews than the year before. And Ghost was that year we could find, like, hipster fuckfaces like me could kind of gloat and celebrate. It's, mm-hmm. eh, it didn't do as well. Wee. But I don't I don't wish any ill will on Call of Duty, nor the yeah. people that play it. I think everyone should keep in mind, though, that Michael only cares about the campaign, not yeah, the multiplayer. True. I don't give a shit about multiplayer. Which is the main reason everyone else We will talk it. about, I guess we'll talk about that in the next segment, the yeah. new one. Mm. Let's save it. Yes, we will. Mm. But, save it. so one, one thing with Call of Duty um, that I've... Has, has kind of annoyed me over the years is that a lot of people tend to look down their noses at mm-hmm. it. That's, uh, that's what the wavelength I was trying to they get think it's They think it's really dumb mm-hmm. that it's just a bunch of jingoistic oorah bullshit. Uh, yay, Uncle Sam. But that's, well, That is a feature. 
Not really. <laughs> if you've ever played them, like there's there's a like played through all of them, there's a very strong undercurrent of failure and fucking up and assholes doing asshole things that you're playing as. Mm. Especially with Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2, like it went into some very anti-war places. Mm-hmm. And I I think like examine as a whole if you really look at the campaigns, they're more subversive than they get credit for and a lot less pro-military than you might think. So, for today's top five, I thought it might be fun to go over Mm. what I think are the most subversive moments in Call of Duty. Feel free to tell me I'm wrong in the comments, but for now, let's begin with... Number five. Duteous Dutes. Says, kill me, I'm brown. So, that is... That is Raul Menendez, the villain in Black Ops 2. Speaking parcel tongue. He's, mm. he's uh, at his, his villa when a bunch of uh, Panamanian Defense Force soldiers invade and come in to arrest him. And one of them grabs his sister, Josefina, who was disfigured years before in a fire. Mm. And what he says is like, if you touch my sister, I, I swear to you, I'm going to kill you. And the soldier goes over, grabs her, pulls her out of bed. And, like, picks her up. You never see her face. The soldier Mm -hmm. does. And he says, this is a monster. And then he throws her face first against the edge of a desk. And uh, Raul goes crazy and, and, like, jumps at him and starts stabbing him in the throat. But that's not why this is subversive. Mm -hmm. The reason why is because your your characters, that the heroes, like Woods and uh, Mason, are on the other side of this conflict, working with Manuel Noriega to take this guy down. And you, you capture Raul, who's the only guy that you're there to, to get, and mm-hmm. uh, he's mm-hmm. left in Noriega's care, and Noriega shoots the two guards, and this exchange ensues. Oh, it's more Spanish. No witnesses. <laughs> it saved your life. You should be in America. hands by now. <laughs> So Raul then beats the shit out of Noriega, grabs his shotgun and goes on a Scarface-like rampage through his compound to try and rescue his sister, gets to her bedroom, which is in flames, only to be accosted by the heroes, one of whom throws a grenade into the bedroom and kills his sister. It's an expository moment for the villain. Uh, in, he, he was a lot better developed than most Call of Duty villains. And you actually spend time playing as him and seeing through his eyes, and you realize, like, he's a bad man, Mm -hmm. but he had a lot of bad things done to him by the supposed heroes directly. And now he's out for revenge, and he's sort of justified in wanting to seek that revenge. I suppose, but wasn't there probably some genocide laid at his feet during the whatever half-ass interactive prologue? The game. I never played this game. Probably. Well, uh, I'll let Michael Rooker explain Ooh. The, the the plot and I'll why do. why you want to kill Raul Menendez. Now go get that fuck Menendez. He blames your dad for killing your sister. He also blames Woods. And now he's coming for you. Weird. Yep. He blames individual soldiers <clears throat> for their activity on the battlefield. Yes. Thought we didn't do that. He does that. He, he holds a grudge. It's almost like Michael Rooker was reading a list when he was doing that scene. He wasn't putting his best effort into this. But Raul Menendez is kind of a way to say, look at 
these people who are affected by the evil that Americans do abroad that we don't often pay attention to or notice or like to write off as like, is, well, that you can't blame America for this, that. That's just one... What's the time period on this? This like, is this like the... What is it? Like 70s? 70s, like 80s? 70s, yeah, I think, uh, I think this, this ta- there happens There was a lot of things America could justify yeah. doing in the name of protecting freedom. There, there was a lot of shady shit America mm. was doing in South America. This is pre-drones, kids. Pre-drones. Yeah, pre-drones. Your parents would have to go fight these battles. <laughs> we did a lot of creating uh, the enemies of today mm-hmm. back yeah. then mm-hmm. we, we were great at that and we're also good at arming them and they, they so don't that know they why. could they better go, fight well, us they're today. mad 30 years later and we and we but but we were so just that's yeah. our only defense and also that was like forever ago <laughs> yes and raul his his sister was burned in the first place by an american businessman who was setting fire to a place for insurance money son of a bitch yeah and what uh, a dickhead trying to build a, a target just to clarify Oregon. drones was the the mid 80s cartoon yes. about uh, C-3PO, C-3PO and yeah. R2-D2 yes, with the, drones with the Stuart Copeland theme song yes okay. Trouble and, and then there was the companion show to that called Wookiees that <laughs> focused on the Wookiees so, of Odnor this mm-hmm. is a pre-drones world we live in mm-hmm. a post-drones mm-hmm. America yeah. mm-hmm. and the game also takes place in post-drone America because Raul Menendez's whole evil plot is that he's going to seize control of America's drone army which now makes up most of its armed forces for some reason, but it's it's kind of an interesting twist. And in this, this was written by um, who's the guy who who wrote Dark Knight? Um, David Goyer. Yes, yeah. So David 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 S. Goyer, I mm. think actually he wrote you the had to script me. for this. <laughs> no, I was just I was just adding that because it's like, wait, are those the same people? Yes, yes, they are. Right. Uh, but mm. he he wrote the script, and so he he fleshed out the bad guy a little bit more mm. and. Kind of made it not so much overtly about these themes, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, a little little bit of a. I, I wouldn't even call it subtext. It's it's more out there than subtext. And then went on to have Superman kill millions of people, but yes. cry when he kills Zod. Yes, <laughs> as you do, yeah. because Zod is Kryptonian. He's therefore more important than the rest of us. Number four. We have the DSL. We got it, sir. Good. That's one less loser. Who I think I played. This. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the sound there. That is from Modern Warfare 2. And uh, if you haven't played Modern Warfare 2 and you at this point care about the plots of Call of Duty games, mm-hmm. uh, maybe skip past this because this is kind of a key moment. Which I do not care about the plot. The games have always been really great at presenting very loud, bombastic crescendo moments. And I do appreciate yes. them for that. I very much do. This is Modern Warfare 2, the culmination of that for most of us? To where, like, that was the last time we found that to be truly impressive and could buoy a game. Uh, Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2, mm-hmm. yeah, are, like, at the top of my list of games, of CODs since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. 2 was good. But you can be sure if you play a Call of Duty made since Modern Warfare, <laughs> someone's going to betray someone. <laughs> yeah. And the character you're playing as will point. probably die. But the, the weird thing about this one mm-hmm. is you're playing as British Special Air Service, and in a game that's supposedly, oorah, let's go mm-hmm. America, uh, your enemies suddenly become the United States military, mm-hmm. led by Lieutenant General Shepard, who murders you in order to uh, suppress evidence that he's been working with a terrorist to cause a huge war between Russia and the U.S. Yes, by eliminating the ability to speak that is, Russian. That is one of my mm-hmm. uh, my favorite ridiculous villain uh, motivations. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, it happens all the time where it's like the villain wants to spark nuclear war 
uh, fix it between yeah between Russia and the U.S. and that's mm-hmm. his plan is to make it look like one one or the other launched the yeah. only way to build a utopia is on the ashes of this society. Well, let's let him explain. Okay. Five years ago, I lost thirty thousand men in the blink of an eye, and the world just fucking watched. All right. Tomorrow. There will be no shortage of volunteers, no shortage of patriots. I know you understand. It was like that no shortage of patriots <laughs> <Yes>. line. <laughs> you understand? Be prestige mode? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's when he's aiming a gun in your face, uh, explaining yeah. himself. And then I think Captain Price tackles him. Captain Price, one of the few characters I know. Mm-hmm. How is old Mr. Um, Dial McTavish? Soap McTavish. That's the one. That's <laughs> it's <laughs> Irish Spring McTavish. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake. Also, Zest McTavish. Like it. It seems like there's always someone codenamed Joker in every yeah. game. Is that is that true? There is one in the new one. I know that much. But I feel like there's been a Joker before or more. That was the one of the things. If if you can actually remember the time when Call of Duty were World War II games that weren't the biggest thing in the universe. Yeah, but they were pretty big. But they 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 named all their characters because it really was kind of fucked up that you'd go into battle and like you'd see. Well, this guy was his name is. Lieutenant something, and his nickname is Joker, and he just took a bullet in the face in this in Guadalcanal. He didn't find that funny. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yes, it, but, it, but it was to like humanize the people that you were losing alongside you, and like that's there were no real stories in, in the original Call of Duty games. But it was the first game to do that to to name NPCs to try. I think try and get you to feel something about them dying. Yeah. Well, it was it was much more early on about like the Greatest Generation. Yep. Uh, you totally. Know, Medal of Honor did. That. Develop an attachment to World War II. Yeah, and Call of Duty was made by a lot of the same people who made Medal of Honor, uh, Allied Assault, Assault. Which was yeah. their best work ever. It's too bad yes. they've never uh, lived up to that. But hmm. uh, <laughs> nice burn. burn. Why don't you play it's it? It's not a burn. Why don't you I stream just, that in 4K at a uh, pissy gamer? I, I respect <laughs> their, their history as a developer. They made, mm-hmm. one, they made probably my favorite shooter ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a series that has gone dramatically downhill <laughs> since then to the oh, point yes. of basically being suspended and we'll probably never see another yeah, one. Yeah. And to uh, the point where Call of Duty was like the Me Too series, but kind of better than Medal of Honor. And then, like, it went on its own, uh, in its own direction. And Medal of Honor was like, "Ooh, Me Too, Me Too." And then it was terrible. And failed. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there well. was a there was a there was a Medal of Honor after the reboot. Mm-hmm. What was it? I don't even remember what it was called. It was one was it, in like twenty eleven. Was it called Advanced Warfighter? Yes. Was it? I think yeah. so. So there's yeah. an Advanced Warfare and Advanced Warfighter. No, 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 it was just no, Warfighter. Was, Advanced okay. Warfighter yeah, was, was the Warfighter. Ghost Recon one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Ghost Recon, Advanced okay. Warfighter, Medal of Honor, Warfighter, and Call of Ugh. Duty, Advanced Warfare. Oh, did you ever think this would happen to our beloved medium? This, this <laughs> no. is what we've become to define it. Sorry, I, I, I don't... I, Identically I, named military yeah, shooters? Yeah, I don't, I don't hate these games. I like some of them. It just... Mm-hmm. Ugh, that, that totally does bother me. Sorry. Well, the other the other thing with this scene where Shepard betrays you, it's kind mm. of striking because, like, one of the things that makes Call of Duty interesting is that you can kind of... Your character might die at any time mm. because there are multiple perspectives. And I think especially Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty 4 really underlined that point. Mm-hmm. So this one, you're, you think the mission's over. You're going to uh, the guy who's been giving you commands and he shoots you in the chest and then shoots your friend in the face and then you're treated to an extended sequence of your bodies being dragged away, dumped in a ditch, uh, doused with gasoline and set on fire. Mm-hmm. All in first person. Yeah. So, 
kind of it's, it's interesting. It's, it's weird to think that Call of Duty kind of invented that trope. Kill, you're watching yourself die? Killing, yeah, totally. Killing the playable protagonist. It happens in almost every game. Mm-hmm. Now, it literally does. Yeah. Uh, but it, they did that first kind of with 4, right? Yeah. I think and we'll, we'll talk about this in a bit, but I think we'll 4, like, in the opening credits, you oh, play yeah. as a character getting killed. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just it's a subversion of that whole rah-rah mentality that it's like, look, here's a character you liked getting killed mm-hmm. and being disposed of in the most unceremonious manner possible and it's gross and this is what war probably really is probably and feel free to disagree with me all if you've actually down. been there i don't know i'm all talking out my ass getting the right hard drive and intel <laughs> briefcases you know how many medals you get for that in the real yeah, military yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's what that's there is a weird disconnect with all call of duties for me where it's like we're going to show you the real toll of war, the, the the loss of life, the the mental anguish on soldiers, but also you are judged on how efficiently you can kill and find mm-hmm. intel briefcases. So Especially it's, if they have an arcade mode in this one. Well, one <laughs> might call that a ludonarrative dissonance. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hard to take it seriously mm-hmm. as a statement on war when it is a... Well, they- the game and its systems are sort of exist on a layer above the story, which is very yes, serious. They do. But yes. there are double XP weekends in the real military, <laughs> right? It's true. It's true. Yes. Yeah, Sponsored yeah, yeah. by Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. Well, you actually like you have to use your uh, um, your money to buy Mountain Dew in the military, true. so yeah. that you can uh, actually get boosts. Uh-huh. They call them. Yeah. But you have, yeah. you have to make sure you have to check under your cap. And make sure it's. Uh, <laughs> it's it's true. It's, and if you want it, if you want to re-sign up, you have to buy the uh, season pass for uh, <laughs> military colon male power fantasy. Uh-huh. You have to you have to get the uh, tour of duty hardened edition. <laughs> and if you want to be a sergeant or, or general, you have to sign up for Call of Duty Elite. Is that still a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no? probably. I can't remember. Wow, <laughs> I I. I've said it before, but one of the best tweets I've ever read was, Redeploying to Iraq, this is like real-life DLC. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't really... Hey, look, and if if it looks like we're making light of the military, I want to congratulate uh, Operation Supply Drop. They just celebrated their four-year milestone. Mm -hmm. If you give a shit, rather than complaining about us... Go there and donate some money. Yes, and it really it'll, yeah. it'll really burn our ass. Um, Whoa, we'll get so upset at we'll you so if you hate us. It'll serve the same purpose. So just instead of directing any criticism towards us, go donate money to the troops <laughs> and shut your mouth. We're uh, uh, we're making light of Call of Duty, and that's yeah. that's I think that's how I met Stephen uh, for, for like we ha- we were discussing on TDAR that like these games were about the greatest generation's war. Yes, Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. And then you were playing. I think you were playing Medal of Honor, and it was about a couple guys with beards uh, beating brown people from a billion miles away, so they could steal yes. a hard drive to win an arms race. Yeah, like that's not honor, and that's not duty. That's just the military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. The, the, the titles don't make any sense. And people got mad at me. And I think Stephen Machuga was the first one to come to my defense. Like I'm a pro. I'm a you know I'm a, I'm a veteran, and I, he wasn't saying the military yeah. aren't made of heroes and don't mm-hmm. act on duty. It's just these games don't depict yeah. duty. That's more like and, uh, objective <clears throat> of deployment or something. Like just yes. something like find two more generic words. Yeah, like with less gravitas to them. That's, but what, then, but that's the, what that sounds the like. The more I think about it now, continuing to call those people the greatest generation 
puts a lot of hopelessness on mm. all of our ends. It's a terrible <laughs> thing to do to the next generation. It really is. Because like well, they, they survived a depression and then fought totally. a huge war. They, they dealt saved with the world. They dealt. They, they dealt with the hand they were given in in a weird way. And it's like, so we'll just never be as good as them? Yeah, why bother? We might get, we might get dealt a worse hand. You never know. Oh, I hope so. And then we'll, we'll be the greatest generation because we'll live through that. See, like I, I, I grew up, I grew the up thing thinking is we can't like we can't liberate France from global warming. Like mm. we're just all gonna die. Can't exactly. we though? Exactly. Can't we? <laughs> and I did. Yes, me. The greatest generation is sixteen bit. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up. I grew up thinking that if you were an like because I was reading a bunch when I was really young that if you were a published author, you were also a veteran in the military because they all fought in the fucking hmm. military, like all of them. <laughs> it's crazy, pretty much. Well, one thing that uh, I thought was interesting, this is going a bit off topic mm-hmm. about Call of Duty, though, mm-hmm. was uh, when I was at E three. I think last year, whenever whenever it was, they were doing uh, Blops two. So I guess it might have been the year before last, uh, twenty twelve. Uh, Black Ops 2, they they had, like, one of their consultants who was this old crotchety guy who was just wandering around uh, backstage in the booth, mm-hmm. like, going up to journalists who were waiting in line and talking to them. And he came up and talked to me for a while, and it's like, oh, this is great, but I have nothing to ask you. <laughs> I was not prepared for this. But one of the things he said was that talking about the military-industrial complex, it's like, American companies make so much shit and the reason that soldiers have to carry around all these fucking gadgets is because the military brass has made a bunch of contracts with these American businesses in yeah. order to keep American business going. So we have to wear all this junk that American companies make. Yeah. And it really slows everybody down. Yeah, and mm. it, I was even reading down to the fatigues. Like In, in this game, did you see uh, the digital fatigues? Mm-hmm. That was like a mistake, and that was yeah, like this those, was, were, those are terrible. This is, it was, but it's like the result of a billion dollar contract gone bad. Mm-hmm. Wow! Uh, and they're, they're, they've been redesigned already to get rid of yeah. the digital oh, the, the fatigue. I forget that, that the article was, like was a, fascinating. A couple of years ago, I it, thought they I, got rid of the digital ones. Finally. No, they, but they haven't gotten rid of them yet because of the contracts Ugh. that are in place, and not every branch of the military at Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Games, yeah, I mean, if you're Hiding in a 16-bit game, yeah. Yeah. fantastic. Yes. yes, if you're fighting the, the battle of Minecraft, those, those, will come in, those fatigues will come in very handy. Anyway, that's how wars wars will be fought in the future. Yes, it's true. Number three. We're only on three. I don't know. It's, it's, it felt like I was in a dream. Step two. Ascend from darkness. Step three. Breathe fire. You were getting close to your objective. It was Who's played Black Ops? The first Black Ops. No, no, I have not. Nope. Nobody. Okay. Nope. Didn't play Black Ops. No. All right. Yes, I'll have to wing this one. So, Black Ops, you're playing as Alex Mason, mm-hmm. uh, who is captured early on and put into a Russian POW camp where he's subjected to these uh, mind control techniques that were pioneered by this weird Nazi guy. And a guy named Reznov, played by Gary Oldman, sets Mason free, but Mason still has this programming. And it, it has something to do with these numbers that are repeated throughout the game over and over again, kind of like in Lost. Oh, God. And uh, <laughs> you, get, you start to get hints of, uh, of what these might be at one point when you meet with Kennedy. Uh, Mr. President? Agent Mason. Great honor, Mr. President. Sit. Now, 
While that's happening, there's a bank of TV monitors behind him that all change to pictures of, like, the Harvey Oswald in shape. We are in grave danger from the communists. Fire. Our freedom, our very way of life is at risk. Berliner. <laughs> and that's, that's followed up by a, a moment where... You're in, you're watching him in first person. Like there's weird visual effects and stuff. And at one point, you just like look down at the table, grab a pistol, point it in his face, and then that immediately fades out of existence, and nothing's happened. So, so there's hints about what his programming might be, and then that's confirmed at the very end of the game, where you see the crowds in Dallas gathering around Kennedy, and you hear this. Ascension, mm. which is the thing he was talking about earlier, ascend. So, and and it shows he's in the crowd in Dallas. So it's implied that yes, the hero of this game fucking killed Kennedy. He was a sleeper agent for uh, Moscow the whole time and didn't even know it. And and it, like you have to be like ultra prestige to unlock the magic bullet, right? Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> nah, it's a dumb joke. I don't, I don't, I, even I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, though the Grassy Knolls DLC. So okay, great. You can't prestige the campaign, Chris. Sorry. That would be silly. Sorry. I would, I would think uh, the DLC would be you as Jack Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, that would be Wait, a great right. game. Yeah, I'd love to see a Jack Ruby game. <laughs> that would be a great. It culminates game. in him shooting Oswald. Yes, and. and <clears throat> And creating one of the best pictures in history. <laughs> a very scared Texas sheriff. <laughs> There's so many fun things that have been photoshopped into that picture. My favorite are musical instruments. <laughs> if you have not seen that picture. No, I haven't. It's great. Is he just like shooting an oboe? It looks like it looks like uh, uh, Oswald is like just punk rocking the shit out of a microphone. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> and the other guys that. are like holding instruments <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, heroes are not we heroes. We lost the president one time, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry, sucked. I did not mean to make light of that. And I never, I still haven't forgiven Texas. Let's blame this imaginary spec ops. It's culture. Texas. Yeah, it's Texas. Every time I touch it on Dallas, like I don't forget. You guys That's Kennedy. pretty insane that like that game can make a twist on what was at that point probably one of the bigger tragedies that happened on American soil, maybe mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor. But can you imagine in twenty years, like? I was in the plane on 9-11. I helped. Yeah, that would be pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um, that would be pretty cool. But I think, I think the I thing is... I shot John Lennon. I don't know what game I'm projecting. <laughs> Why right did now. Kennedy shoot John Lennon uh, in I don't know. He was invoisive. That's, <laughs> that's the conspiracy. I Everyone, didn't like his accent. Well, I, I think with Kennedy, though, there's such an air of, myst- of uh, conspiracy mystique around it. That oh, there's none of that with 9-11. You can kind of get away with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, none of that. None of it at all. Well, we, we're still in the in the phase where like the conspiracists are just crazy people, as opposed to people who might have a credible point. Who knows? Jesus, you're being too fair to everyone. <laughs> I know so, it's a curse. Snamibok. <laughs> Remember, no Russian. Everybody knows hey. this one. And they also know that that quote is followed up mostly by this sound. It's lots of gunfire and screaming. 
you played it wrong. You can't even hear what the guy said afterwards. No Russians. Seriously, take your time. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, God, you're shooting everything. Okay, plans changed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No Russian. Man, I can't no Russian. We'll try to do this. We'll try to do this peacefully. I've, I've mentioned this a billion times on various shows, but it we started doing shows before games were, I think, legitimately mainstream and still considered nerdy, and the news reports were really dumb and offensive about video games in general. And like when the Fox News tried to make a case out of no Russian, mm-hmm. the world saw their there's a game where you let you shoot innocent civilians. Let's go to the clip. And, like, the hush that came over them from the audience, like, yeah, it's Call of Duty. Like, we all play that now. It's, yeah. it's no big deal. Like, yeah, and that's, that's one thing. Shut like, up. However much you might despise Call of Duty, it has become <laughs> one of the great normalizers of video game <clears throat> violence. Yeah. It's, it's the, it, we had a GTA com- game come out with no controversy. Yeah. Because of, Zero. Because of there no Russian. There was a, I think, Mass Effect, like, a little bit before they that. Did, was like, they did. can you double penetrate an alien? Yeah. We'll show you. That was a whole load of bullshit. But see, not everybody played Mass Effect. Everybody fucking plays Call of Duty, like in the mainstream. The dude, in like the mainstream media's attempt to demonize something they thought was on the fringe of society, was like, no, this is actually really close. My nephew plays it. My son Mm -hmm. plays it. Yeah. Uh, My daughter is is prestige already. Uh, (laughs) My brother and I play it every weekend. It's it's our only contact. And it was (laughs) just a collective. Shut up! From like the news watching public, as if it were the home, the furnace in Home Alone. Uh, <laughs> finally, getting over. Yeah, there. I will say no. Russian is uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and like they do let you skip it, isn't that? That was the first yeah, time you do have the option to skip it. it. Like, I think I feel like they do that almost every year. There's like, got if you're squeamish, you can skip this mission. There wasn't that this year. Oh, but it seems like there is like almost mm. every yeah, maybe every other. I don't year. know. I'm not squeamish i'm just uncomfortable with a game that i don't want to i don't want to hand over it the right to challenge me because it really doesn't have it um Mm. it has not earned the right to be challenging in any way as far as i mean like ethically morally franchise or just yeah because it is is not nearly that high-minded so Mm. it's doing it for shock value and Mm. that makes me uncomfortable i'm like you just want me to you wanted to get on Fox News, didn't you? Mm-hmm. So, and then that just—that's what makes me uncomfortable. But it's like it's not nearly. I think there was a little more to it than that, honestly. Yeah. You know, I think it's these are these are these below be- a Tom Clancy novel as far as like fine. But if you if you they try to examine why you felt uncomfortable, I mean, you didn't have to pull the trigger, but there you were being dragged along in yeah. this violence and you know it was something you're supposed to be playing the hero in these games you're supposed to be blowing up uh military targets and gunning down enemy soldiers and here you are just gunning down civilians or not but participating in a massacre yeah. for god knows what reason it's one of the first scenes in the game and because duty yeah because <laughs> duty and I, I i don't know i mean it I, I think that you could look at it two ways. You could look at it as either, well, this is dumb and it's done for shock value or it's done to horrify you deliberately. Like, it's done for shock value to the player as well, not just to get on Fox News. Well, right? yeah, it was done to horrify you and give you motivation. Mm-hmm. As a, not you, really. But it's just not, a, not really motivation. Not, not, no, it was. Into that mission. Well, you die immediately afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And like, you yeah. know, you can't. You can't turn your guns against the other guys because they shoot you immediately and but you I fail mean, the mission. Yes, you die, but the yeah. character you're playing dies. You have to play the rest of the game. Well, here's here's the catalyst for the rest of the game. We sent a strong message to this attack, Makarov. That was no message. 
shot you. This is a message. The Americans thought he could deceive us. When they find that body, all of Russia will cry for war. We're talking in English, even though so we're all So he was Russian. like an American agent? Or yeah, yeah, the character you're playing right there is a CIA plant with mm. this terrorist group who's... Uh, they they found out about him, but he doesn't know. Yeah, and he's trying to maintain his cover by going along with the, yeah. uh, uh, this attack. massacre. But he was a pawn all along, and then they'll find the body there and think America did it. And once again, let's get nuclear war going, because that's yep. exciting to some people for some reason. Well, there's nowhere else to build discovery zones. <laughs> <laughs> let's nuke a little bit. Yeah, like Please I think move. it was effective at... Uh, uh, Doing what it did, I just... Uh, I mean, it's also interesting within the context of Call of Duty because it's one of the few places where you are actually given a choice. Mm-hmm. You you have to go along with it, whatever you do, but you can not fire a gun, you can shoot into the air, mm-hmm. or you can actually wander away from the group and start picking off random civilians. Like, you have that ability. And, but it doesn't matter what you do because the outcome is always exactly the same. There's, there should be well, an option. That describes Call of Duty very well, actually. <laughs> yeah. There should be an option of you pretending to shoot along with them, just making gun noises like, eh, I got that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really I'm helping. A, the gravitas at the moment. <laughs> I, I do like that this exists. I understand both what you're saying, Tyler, and maybe we shouldn't have had... I'm just... I don't know. I, I, I do dig... I'm not saying this should not be done and that a scene like it should not be done. No, I know you're not. I, you're I not. just felt, like, uncomfortable having it in this game that otherwise is, like, I don't know. It's like, supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, It though. is. It, it, it reminded me of, like, a, a horror movie where you see from the perspective of the killer. And, like, right. you're allowed to enjoy sure. that. But it is, is, it is a very base thrill. And it, it, it's not... It, I don't think it's as profound as, like, we're trying to make it look... What, Take putting the mirror on your action. No, it isn't that at all. It is it is a Ed Gein move move uh, like movie moment where yeah. it forces you in an uncomfortable spot, and that's fucking cool. And I'm glad that games can do that, and I'm glad that they have. Uh, I'm a little uncomfortable to see how much further they will go. I suppose. Uh, of course, you know it didn't make me as uncomfortable as this next thing. Number one. Uh, TV, confirm you see the church in the town. We see it. Start the clock. Roger that. We're there. Start talking. You are not authorized to level the church. Do not fire directly on the church. You've all played Call of Duty 4. No. Modern Warfare. No. The AC-130 mission. No. Yeah, of course we did. Of course yeah. we did. So this, this mission, it creeped me the fuck out. And a lot of people that I talked to, it also creeped them the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Because it's the most detached that the game ever gets, uh, you're you're at a profound distance from the action. Uh, yeah, everything's in night vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just see these white, indistinct blobs moving around near your soldiers. A lot of achievements here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <There> are. <laughs> There's the uh, uh, the ultimate problem. Yes, but you are uh, you are gunning from uh, the belly of mm-hmm. a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, at at what you're told to shoot, yeah, and and you're you're told targets. you're told in voices like this. Enemy personnel on the road. Yeah, take him out. Shot. Yeah, take him out. Yeah, yeah, destroy, kill uh, those, pe- send them home in yeah. body bags to their families. Yeah, good kill, good kill. Get that guy. <laughs> wow. Get that guy. Good kill, good kill. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like you're recording me on, on a Xbox Live mic. It's just so Kill. dispassionate, Kill. and you're massacring Kill. all these people, Kill. and yet all you're seeing is little white blobs disappearing. I, mm. I, why I like this versus No Russian is that I don't know that this was an intentional criticism of war, but whether it was or not, mm-hmm. it really... It, it, this, to me, actually says something about like just the dehumanization of the enemy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the distant modern weaponry puts you at where you do not have to see their faces. Yeah. You just see a white Targets. blob that was there and mm-hmm. now is not there. Try that school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hospital. Yep, hit the yep. hospital. Hit Bomb the hospital. We have clearance to level the church. Level the church. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like this, I don't know if it was intended to be a criticism of war, which almost makes it a better criticism of war mm-hmm. than, than no Russian does. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think to it's me. unquestionably better because it's number one. Ah, number one. yes. You can't question but, the order of the list. But, like, we also, um, part of the reason this is number one, I, I was talking to you, Tyler, uh, kind of decided to, let, let's use number one to talk about uh, Modern Warfare 1, Call of Duty 4 in mm, general. We like that darn game so th- much. There's, there's a couple of points where, again, like you said, this was the beginning of seeing yourself die. Mm-hmm. And it did it several times. And like right in the opening credits, mm-hmm. you have a first-person sequence where you're, I guess, the deposed prime minister of mm-hmm. whatever country it is that uh, all the fighting takes place in. And you're led into a car... And you're driven for a ways. You see, like, some cheering crowds on the street. You're led to, like, this plaza, put up against a post, and shot in the face. Mm -hmm. You have no agency over anything you do. You are just dragged from point A to point B. It's humiliating. It's disturbing. And that's the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. And then later on, uh, of course, there's the nuke going off when, uh, when you're Sergeant Paul Jackson... And you're you're fleeing that uh, Middle Eastern city, whatever. And then there's an entire chapter that's just you stumbling out of the chopper, looking around and dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, again, it's you're you're watching yourself die in really unpleasant and ignoble ways. Like this isn't a war about glorious victory. I mean, that happens at the end, at the very end, but not a lot of people get to see to live mm-hmm. to see it. Yeah. Yes, and. I, I guess the point of whether Call of Duty's intentions are noble or not, like it does at least create the conversation with adults it who does. are playing a game yes. and people in their thirties. So it, it makes it a point to do that with almost every game to I create a moment that. like that. And I mean, I haven't beat the Advanced Warfare campaign; mm-hmm. I just started it. But uh, it, it opens with two arms being blown off. One person dies, and the other doesn't. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So there's just some poor legless, so, some poor human toothpick. Has to run around. Mm-hmm. Sorry to all Being the hero of the rest of the game. Oh, <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. Like, I haven't read a preview in three it's years. It's in the future, so they yeah. have robot arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just called Call of Duty Robot Arms. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody tell me, like, you've got to get this game. Or I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Hmm. I'm going to have to use the PlayStation Play Share program with oh. Michael yeah, in order to get a rock of this. I mean, you know, that's like an hour, so you can get like what ninety percent of the way through the campaign. I'll probably <laughs> just stream it anyway. Like that's that's about how my game plays. It. Uh, stream a game for an hour and never touch it again. We'll talk uh, about it. In the, uh, <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. Oh, I missed it. So let's move oh, no, on I to that again. next segment. We're going to take a break first. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned.
crew lives under Chris's porch, and if I sound like I'm being kind of quiet, trying to stay inconspicuous right now, it's because I just heard somebody say the words Call of Duty and Subversive in the same sentence, and honestly, I'm really worried that there's about to be an angry mob standing outside with pitchforks and torches, and they're just going to stand there and laugh at us and laugh at us until we finally break down and rip up our college degrees out of sheer humiliation. Well, I mean, they're going to rip up their college degrees. I don't have a college degree, or any student loan for that matter, so joke's on you, the educated. I'm just an adorable woodland mammal. More to the point, I'm an adorable woodland mammal who's here to tell you how to support Vigigan Apocalypse. It's real easy. First, go to iTunes, subscribe to the show, uh, rate and review it, leave five-star reviews, leave glowing reviews. Just tell people how cool and important and vital we are, and that you... It, actually enjoy listening to us and we make talking about video games fun and, and while you're at it tell a friend just go up and say hey random friend you like to talk about video games a lot right well here's a show where they do it for you you don't have to do it anymore they'll handle it you may have noticed looking at lasertimepodcast.com that there are a bunch of links that go to items on amazon down the right side of the page click on those you don't have to buy them but click on them and then search for whatever it was you were gonna buy from amazon and buy that and we'll get a little cut of whatever you spend it's great it's a fantastic system and it's a free way for you to help us if you want to kick us some money directly you can buy stuff from the host by going to store.lasertimepodcast.com and and getting a, a terrifying skull t-shirt which is no longer in season thanks to Halloween being over uh, you know I, I tried to tell them like hey you should get one with a turkey on it or a turkey skull or an actual roast turkey that I can eat off of other people's shirts but they won't listen to me they say that the window is too small for that kind of thing and it'd just be a colossal waste of money because they'd make all these turkeys and no one would buy them but if a skull is too October for you you can also get shirts for VG Empire or Laser Time or any of the other shows in this silly network if you don't want to spend anything but still want to participate comment on the articles at VigiGameApocalypse.com post in our forums answer the question of the week tell the host what you do and don't like about the show and maybe they'll do their best to pay attention I don't know I don't have any pull with these guys and oh shit I think I hear a mob coming so I think my time is up I'm gonna run before the laughter starts so uh see you next week if there's still a show everybody yes. <laughs> guys no. call call your duties this weekend <laughs> they miss you <laughs> and we're back a dinosaur story yes it's the second time I've used that joke this week <laughs> that one took my out brain to a second to mm-hmm. catch up to let's just jump in because it's our second uh, segment too you can hear it. Yeah. I can, you can really hear the Chris in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. You can because it's mostly Chris. It's me. It's mostly Chris in the new releases. So, so uh, probably the biggest release this week and the one probably. that we just spent the last hour talking about. The Dute. Actually, I was going to say depth. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please, let's talk about depth for a little depth, bit. Yeah, let's talk about depth first. Uh, <laughs> depth is a, a kind of a small-scale game. I don't know. If, I guess small you call scale. it indie. What? It's a multiplayer-only game, uh, Divers versus Sharks mm-hmm. on a treasure hunt. Uh, I have been looking forward to this for a long time since mm-hmm. I first saw it, like the, the early revealed trailers a few years ago. I kind of just assumed it wasn't happening, and then somebody finally clued me in. It's like, hey, you know this is coming out, right? Like, no, I didn't. I'm going to go buy it immediately. So I've been I've been playing it, and it's fun. You know, it's asymmetrical shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, borrows liberally from Counter-Strike in that uh, between rounds, or between deaths, I should say, you can buy new weaponry or new, if you're playing as a shark, new mm-hmm. uh, abilities. So, like, the shark can... Uh, you, you, you play in third person. Uh, you can see the divers wherever they are. Your job is to go oh. kill them and destroy their robot and stop them from hunting for treasure. Which is the actual motivation of real sharks. Generally, they yes. just don't want you to get the treasure. Keep yeah. out of my domain. Fucking with your treasure. And so it's, I mean, depending on which side you're playing as, it's mm. obviously a very different experience. Playing as a shark, you can see everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are walls you can break through to surprise the uh, the treasure hunters. And then you you just, like, 
chomp down on them and like shake your mouse really hard to shake your head, and that kills you them. Oculus support. Uh, I hope so. Certainly hope so. But then playing as a uh, treasure hunter, as a diver, mm-hmm. you're going down. You have to follow this slow-moving robot, collect whatever gold you can find on the ocean floor, and then a lot of your time is spent exploring these dark places where you, you have very limited light to see by. Mm-hmm. And so in order to figure out where the sharks are coming from, you kind of have to listen to your own heartbeat, which will speed up and get louder as the sharks get closer. And then you might just, like, see one. If one doesn't grab you immediately, you might just see it dart in really fast. It's like, oh, there's a huge shadow over uh, there moving super uh, fast. I'm going to shoot at it. Now it's a dead floating shark. Or now it's grabbing one of my friends. Or, holy shit, now I'm staring at a shark snout as it's uh, pushing me through the water. And I have God to stab it. at it in an attempt to kill it before it, it kills me. This seems like the scariest game of the season. I love it. So. shooters. It's good. You'd think so. And I was terrified going in. Like, mm-hmm. I, I tried to start a bot match. And it just defaulted to, to the diver. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to play as diver. I want to play as shark. How do I switch this? Oh, my God, I'm, I'm, quitting, out. I'm quitting out before the countdown. Oh, my God, this is terrifying. And so I played a, played a game as a shark. And it's like, oh, this is all right. I think I'm ready to try the diver. Play the diver and like, yeah, this is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of phobic of sharks, but I'm not really scared by this for whatever reason. All right. If Maybe it's because the, the sharks the sharks are a little bit random because they're supposed to be uh, piloted by other players. Mm-hmm. So it's like just knowing that kind of takes away some of the fear. Like it's not like I think part of what makes something like Jaws scary mm-hmm. is it's an orchestrated thing. You've got the music crescendoing as you the can't, shark you can't gets close. Understand the can't. mentality behind the beast, uh-huh. but if it's some dipshit in Des Moines, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's just they're, it's they're menacing you, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, but yeah. here, like if I see it, I can shoot it, and mm-hmm. if I shoot it, it'll probably die pretty fast. But is there uh, a James Cameron skin for the diver? I hope so. <laughs> uh, no, there is a special weapon you can get uh, with pre-order, and there's I, also by pre-ordering it, I got a battle scarred skin for the sharks, which makes them look a lot creepier because they've that shark has clearly been through battle some shit, war. man. It's been to SeaWorld. Yeah, <laughs> it's been caught. It, in it probably <laughs> ate an orca or caught in a sea do propeller somewhere in Central. Is there Florida. global yeah. voice chat? Because I would love to hear a shark going, "Mom." <laughs> Mom, get the phone! Uh, <laughs> I was streaming uh, Evolve, and that I, it's been a long time that happened. That I think it might be on the video where I'm just like, everybody shut up. No! Shut up, I do my homework. This isn't League of Legends, but it's a game! Mom! And he came back on like, <coughs> it's the big alpha. So what's up, guys? And I'm like, moms, huh? <laughs> he's like shit my connect was on I think it, I can't remember if that's in the video or not it was so good it was so good some guy yelling at his mom for like two minutes and I got to respond to it oh moms can't live with him can't kill him am I right 10 year old so glad you get into this, this fucking evolve beta should we, should we talk Alpha. about evolve in the new releases or because um, I mean it's it's over by now you tell me but, uh, well, it's an old release at this point yeah I but suppose soon so. to be a new release these are the old releases they released, released yesterday yeah these are well, the let's, old let's talk about this. Let's delay the Call of Duty talk as ah, long as possible. Michael wants to talk about it. Because yeah. I did not like it at all. I I did enjoy it, but I did kind of feel like... You, like you were saying the monster is kind of shit. <laughs> it, it, I, it's a, I think it's a weird position to put players into where like you are forced to play a certain class. I don't know of another game like that. Hmm. Well, I mean, you're supposed to pick which class you want. Yes. 
at the beginning and mm -hmm. prioritize them. Mm -hmm. And then it will, tr when it uh, finds you a server, it will try to find one where that class is available. And I don't know, according to the servers I got into, I had my monster at third. I'm like, yeah, why not try and play as a monster? Um, it just, and as long because as I was on that server, already I, picked kept, a Sultan Medic. I kept playing as the monster and I hated it. And it should be like the highlight of the game. I feel it's a yeah. big giant asymmetrical big big mon big giant monster in an asymmetrical multiplayer game that he should be incredibly powerful and all of his know. powers are useless. The way I looked at it you're more doing a service for the four team or four player team. Mm -hmm. Like you you are being their mm -hmm. interesting uh you know human enemy mm -hmm. for almost for their story. <laughs> kind of. Well, what's what what's your what what do you do when you play as the monster? Well, I mean, that's the best thing you can do. But, but what did what did you do? What's your usual MO? Well, you, you stay away. You try and stay away mm -hmm. from the humans as long as possible. And and I don't know, eat wildlife to evolve so sure. that you can that's unlock the, the powers thing. that actually do things. But which they never did for me. Really? Like yeah, like uh, like I'll choose the projectile fire vomit. Mm -hmm. And just to like watch it, like this does nothing. I already played as a human character. I know how it takes damage, and it's like it's not that damaging until you get it up to like level three. Fine, but like it, it I'm just saying. Well, the the thing is, like with with playing as the monster, you mm -hmm. kind of have to you you have to like literally use the sneak button mm -hmm. and try to stay hidden as much as possible so that you can eat things mm -hmm. and and you can eventually level up. And then when you're level three, you can kick ass. And you can just Maybe. lay waste to any players I, I who get in your way. To level three, but like the first match I played was like when everybody was new, and it was like forty-five minutes of like, where the fuck are we going? What are we doing? And then after that, every match was over in five minutes because the monster was so easy to kill. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, what hmm. Michael's saying is that you were playing wrong. Yes. And the it's monsters. Your fault. Were no, and then <laughs> even when I even when I wasn't the monster, like it was just like I played the assault class. I'll take. I took down a monster. I think in two minutes. It's on the stream. Like it's. I, it was really fast. Well, I, the, the other thing is that if the monster, if especially if you're level one mm -hmm. and the other players see you, mm -hmm. like so many times during the alpha, like I would get spotted. Like shit, there's like one guy over there. I see a health bar. Oh fuck, I gotta move. And no, no dice. They would always lock uh, onto me, yeah. and I could not get away. Yeah, it, it seems. I just it seemed like the monster should have been a little more powerful from the beginning. Like I'm, hmm. I'm coming at this as a Monster Hunter fan who's always dreamed of playing the monster, who is, mm -hmm. who is always has everything kind of stacked in its favor outside of like certain aspects of mobility. And this was not, I don't know. It wasn't that at all. It was a monster was really boring. I haven't, I haven't like, I didn't play the alpha. I've only mm -hmm. played it in like more, you know, kind of crazy environments. But mm -hmm. like I did play once with like people I knew like on my team as mm -hmm. a, uh, as one of the hunters, and like a really an experienced good monster playing, mm -hmm. and it was like a very long match that came down to the last moments of like, oh my god, stay alive, ah, ah and the monster again, and the monster won, and it was it was good, and it took yeah. a long time. So those are the best it, matches. The fact that it can, like, you kept had, killing the monster one in match five like minutes. That. I'm surprised, but I, I wonder yeah. if it's just like a. I wonder if it's a bunch of kids yelling at their moms, jumping yeah. into the alpha, trying happen? to figure this out. I think there was a bit of figuring stuff. Maybe maybe, even, maybe two weeks after the game launches, like everyone will be like, we got the hang of this, I don't even and it'll be fun. I hate the idea of playing support classes, because I actually ended up enjoying that more than I... Hmm. But, but the idea that you're forced to, like, you have to play a certain class, even if you don't want to, in every game. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I think... The the stress of having to play as a certain class it can can wear on me yeah. a little bit. Like 
I was playing it both on uh, Xbox One and PC, mm-hmm. and uh, pre-order with the Xbox One. And then, like, if you have bought XCOM, apparently it's just in your Steam library. <laughs> so, like, okay, I'll go play there. And yeah, and I, so I'm playing it, and I picked Trapper. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was some guy in there with me who was typing shit on a keyboard and he wanted to play Trapper or something. And I missed that. And so we're in the game and uh, find the monster. It's a it's a kraken. And like I, I run yeah, after right. it. I'm, I'm following Daisy. I'm doing everything the Trapper's Daisy supposed sucks, to do. Daisy's, Daisy's, does not work. Daisy's very roundabout, but does she is work. the only way that you will ever figure out where the monster is. I've never seen her point us in the right direction. Like mm-hmm. I can see it and hear it, and she's running the opposite direction. I think she follows its tracks. She does. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm, I'm following Daisy. I find the thing... I bubble shield it. I start laying down harpoons like a motherfucker. The assault and great. and the uh, the medic are there with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest. We all die. <laughs> and then the support class, who I saw on the, uh, the you know spectating cam afterward, was miles away. Starts talking about what a shitty trapper we have, mm. and. It must be a 12-year-old. Go play Bejeweled. That's more your speed. And, like, would not <laughs> shut the fuck up about <laughs> what a terrible trapper I was. Like, constantly, for the rest of the match, just kept typing, just talking shit. Like, I just see these messages coming up about how awful I was. So the only way I want to play this game is with three people I know, and we all yeah. decide what class Yeah, and that's, that's the other thing. You really have to talk to you each mic other. Up. It's the well, most I've mic'd up yeah. on Xbox One. I will not play cooperative games with asshole shitheads mm-hmm. who are going to yeah. tell me I'm doing a bad game. But, Michael, game. how was your Bejeweled session afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played Candy Crush. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was completely dutiful. Yeah. I don't know. Here... Well, a lot of hearing about this makes me mm-hmm. long for the simplicity of Left 4 Dead, where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm playing on a team with three other people, and we don't have to specialize in anything, yeah. Yeah. and we're playing against uh, an AI force that we know will be good. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of a big deal, how interdependent everyone is. Yeah. And, and but I, I kind of wonder how many people really understood yeah. that. But it could be all for naught if you're playing against somebody who's playing as a monster for the first time and just shits the bed. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I think. Oh, I, there there was one session that uh, I booted, I, I jumped into, and like <clears throat> me and all the other hunters like jumped out of the ship and immediately started running, and we ran and ran and ran, and uh, I couldn't find the monster anywhere. Finally, found it, and it was just standing in one place still. So we all wailed on it, mm-hmm. and then like watching the replay afterward, and we can see like, oh, we came in, and the monster was directly underneath the drop ship. <laughs> So the monster was there, none of us saw him, yeah. and we all took off running, and it took us, like, five minutes to find our way back to where the monster well, was, was standing and a- kick his ass. Actually, to compliment the game, when I was playing as the monster and, like, oh, fuck, where did it spawn me? Where is everybody? Because you can't really see where anybody is. Mm-hmm. And I look up, and, like, that's the fucking dropship. And, like, this is... <laughs> playing as the monster is the weird survival horror aspect of the game that doesn't exist when you're playing as the human players. Yeah, you have like, to, I am being hunted! Yeah, you have to ah. run immediately and then start sneaking yeah. and start eating as much as possible. I just, I didn't, I want that. I thought that would be the highlight of the game and I... I For me it still is. I did not like it at all. I love playing as the monster. I think, I, I like it infinitely more than playing mm. as the hunters. 
Maybe I did it wrong. Is it already is it already gone? Is my alpha already gone? My I think it might alpha? be gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, the YouTube video is there forever, people. Right. YouTube.com slash so your time network. Mom! <laughs> Including all the forever. Ghostbusters games we streamed on Friday. We wow. had an all Ghostbusters day. It nice. took two days to upload our <laughs> Ghostbusters video game stream, because I don't think I've ever done that straight a shot. Like, five hours. That game... Damn. I, anybody pissed off about the Ghostbusters lady movie coming... You got your Ghostbusters 3 in the form of the video game, yeah. and it was $2 mm-hmm. on Steam. Relax. It's like three movies. It's funny. It's great. It has yeah. everything you want in a Ghostbusters movie. And the, the lady one might have Amy Poehler or Tina Fey, which exactly. would be amazing. And I'm sure we'll end up with that. Uh, who's that fat girl from P- Pitch Perfect? Um, <laughs> Anna Kendrick. Melissa McCarthy? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, not that one. The one she's in a Transformers movie. has a weird name. Like Hot Rod Fiasco. Um, <laughs> I have no idea Hot Rod Fiasco will be in the film. Man, I am so old. Holy shit. God, I hope it's Hot Rod Fiasco it and Megan Fox. It has to be Fox. Hot Rod Fiasco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking I about. I have Alzheimer's, by the way. I'm coming up. I think it's high time <laughs> we moved on to talking about Call of Duty. The Duty. The Duty. The Duty. I oh. need your support now more than ever, everyone. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm, when, when I'm just pissed that I can't. We can't abbreviate this as anything stupid like cod blops. Like it's it's cod awe. I've been calling it kadaw. 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 And oh, depending yeah. on the expansion, it could be Kadafi. We can get an so, FI in there. <laughs> I got this last night. Um, played through in one sitting, and. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I like the campaign. Mm-hmm. I do this. I try to do this with every Call of Duty. Um, just play through it quickly because it's. If I can't do it in in one sitting, I can usually do it in two. Mm-hmm. Um, but ghosts just didn't interest me at all. Like I got started on that. I'm like, eh, this isn't really doing anything for me. And yet this one, for whatever reason, roped me in. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was because it's like I want to stick stick with this until I see Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah, here's <laughs> Kevin Spacey being awesome. Now it's even more awesome. Um, I think Kevin Spacey has added like ten points to every score at least. Yeah. Does he add anything? To the, is he in the multiplayer at all? No. Damn. <laughs> it would be great if he was the announcer. Totally. Or at least oh. I can play as his character from Usual Suspects. <laughs> but a, can't just stumbling around the battlefield. Got a perk for you. Uh, I was, that's not a good. I don't. Space invitation. Good. I don't want to be accused of spoiling something that's just been released. But you could probably guess the entire plot of the game just from the release tra- for the, the the initial reveal trailer. Yeah. For mm-hmm. Advanced Warfare, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to say any specifics, but just watch that and like any assumptions that you have based on it are probably true. Mm. Guessing your character dies at some point during the uh, game. I don't want to spoil. And anything. then it's revealed that the thing that you trusted all along actually betrayed <laughs> you. I, 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 again, I know nothing, and I barely watched the trailer. Kevin um, Spacey is not what he seems. No, perhaps. No. Maybe he's exa- like if he was exactly what he seems, that yeah. would be the real the real twist. There's yeah, two types of perks in this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. he I don't. I. Like met him twice now in the campaign. I haven't played that much, but he really is just almost exactly reprising his role as Frank Underwood, except just slightly less accent. Yeah, this, it is kind of weird though that like this is the first game where Troy Baker has played a character who looks exactly like mm-hmm. his what Troy Baker really looks like. Yeah, like a guy who should never be in war. Yeah, 
Well, he's just like, you know, he's a skinny, good-looking dude, kind of with kind of wispy uh, facial hair and really bright blue eyes, <laughs> like scary bright blue eyes. The kind of guy who seemed like he had all the privileges uh, not to go to war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he was exempted on the beauty bill. <laughs> uh-huh. he, he got a scholarship to go pursue voice acting and uh, music. <laughs> Beauty bill. <laughs> That's my favorite response, Davis. I'm just going to nod at my joke. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. But I like that for but He just shows up at the, uh, the volunteer office. You're too pretty. You're too pretty. Oh, I cannot look upon him. God we need me. you for the female soldiers to have posters of in their bunk. If I have to pin the purple heart to you, I swear to God, I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've, been, you've been inducted into the uh, 501st Masturbation Brigade. Yes, the, <laughs> the pretty prestige. <laughs> Uh, I kid Call of Duty. I, I don't. I did enjoy it. It, for, it was about eight hours mm-hmm. of fun. And like I was telling, <laughs> saying early, Tyler, um, I kind of feel like criticizing a Call of Duty game because it doesn't have a lot of freedom or choice mm-hmm. is kind of like going to Disneyland and complaining because you can't LARP there. Mm-hmm. It's It's about providing a very directed, very slick experience and it, it, it's what about my bracketed dialogue with Br'er Bear? <laughs> <laughs> what indeed? <laughs> there is none of that. There are, there are sure. no choices. You're just it's just run and well, you gun. Described it earlier as a dark ride, and I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's makes, a totally a dark ride. Makes that's, sense. That's what it's about, and I feel like I can criticize what it's about, though. Hmm. Like this okay. is what Call of Duty is. Well, I take issue with what Call of Duty is then, mm-hmm. because it's a theme park ride mm-hmm. that uh, I would. Uh, um, that's your wouldn't prerogative. Pay, wouldn't I, pay the price of admission well, for this oh, one. I think line. it's a really fun theme park ride. And, well, make no mistake. That's where when Call of Duty is the most expensive game being made right now, and that's where all the money goes. And the campaign, because we've all forever played nothing but a bunch of glorified expansion packs. Same engine. Same game, Same textures. This one certainly looks better than yeah. Ghosts by like a this, long this shot. This looks like a next-gen or current-gen. Current-gen. Blech! Game, I should say. <laughs> oh, there goes the... All right, we're good. Um, but I don't know. I, I had to make the weird... It's weird calling it an adult decision. Mm-hmm. But the decision, which bro-centric multiplayer game am I going to buy this season? Hmm. The Dute mm-hmm. or the Master Chief Collection? Mm-hmm. And it just came down to the fact that I think you were right to choose. I, I think yeah. I think Halo is a more fun multiplayer experience. And that's yeah. four bro centric. Uh, yeah, and it, it's 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 an it's yeah. well. I it's liked, a collection. I liked Halo 3's multiplayer a lot. I liked the customizability. I liked that you could get other people's modes. I fucking loved pirate ships. Mm-hmm. I think that was yeah. some of the most fun I've ever it's had with a multiplayer insane. game. It was great. Yeah, but apart from that, like. Halo's Halo's campaign just doesn't interest me very much anymore. It, do, it doesn't. I've also never played Four's campaign, and I'm going to mm, play yeah, the next-gen version. Mm. Mm-hmm. But will it really be that much better than the 361? It just seems like a good value, and I like, I like that idea. What if Call of Duty next year announced a collection of all their games underneath the same lobby system, the same I would UI. not buy it because I don't need to play any of those well, games it, more than once. But they won't because this is, this is the system they stuck with, the $50 season pass and the fucking five packs a year and this, this hmm. whole pageantry to pretend it's a new game when it really isn't. So I under... I'll say, I will say this is. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> a new game and it definitely introduces some crucial new things the like the multiplayer is different and that's the multiplayer fine. is different the the uh, exoskeleton mm-hmm. actually 
adds quite a bit to the game. Like, you know, you've got a jetpack, you can dodge quickly out of the way of things. Uh, you can, wow. instead of knifing shit, you've, you've now got, like, a robot arm that you can just punch people Let and they go flying. Let me put in my and, backlog of fucking shooters with a jetpack. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, like, so far for me, the multiplayer is less fun Titanfall. Mm-hmm. I mean, truthfully. it. I'm, uh, I hate to say that, but it's like... So, so many times. Well, Titanfall is more fun Call of Duty. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, not the new mode. I played the new. No? The new. They, yeah, they released for free a new Horde style mode, mm-hmm. um, resource management, tower defense kind of thing. No, I wish it was. I just wish it was more fun. Just because you kill a lot of bots in Titanfall anyway. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why not just a ceaseless wave of them? And I don't know. It just wasn't. It was not great. Mm. It's disappointing because I thought that would be the perfect free thing to spruce up the game. Uh, I just I don't, I don't like how. What was the last Call of Duty you invested multiplayer time into? Ghosts. Like, you invested a lot of multiplayer time? Yeah, I reviewed that. I played quite a bit. And I, what I don't like is that... I mean, my main criticism is that... I remember in Modern Warfare 2, even, maps felt like they had two sides. Like, I'm playing Team Deathmatch or whatever. My team is on this side. Mm-hmm. Your team is on the other side of the map. And we are... Like, I can I can trust, basically, that... There's a line, there's sort of a front line here where we're fighting, but ever since then, uh, it's been like th- just these circular flies buzzing around a map where there's always someone behind you. Mm-hmm. If if you're behind an enemy and you kill them, turn around because there's someone behind you, <laughs> and there's someone behind him, yeah. and there's someone behind that person, and we're all going in a big circle. It's just dominoes. <laughs> where it's like, yeah, just so often it's like, oh, I got three kills. Well, oh, someone shot my back and now I'm and it just I don't find that very fun I like the idea that it's like we're actually going to like each start on sides and clash and even though the spawns change mm-hmm. like it'll it'll put both teams on the other sides of the map yeah. but now it's like I literally today playing spawned 20 feet behind someone mm-hmm. and shot them in the head and went well that wasn't satisfying that was very unfair that's why I only play team deathmatch plays Ode game. to Joy and you get fireworks <laughs> coming out of their yes. head wound uh, and you, you go, bah, bah. Uh, but but I, you know I've been playing other modes too, and I actually have had the most fun in the like free for all deathmatch. Mm. Weirdly, always hated that mode. Yeah, so for the reasons you just described, it shouldn't be the most fun. But always hated that. Always a team deathmatch. But it was for whatever reason, which I'm going to have to figure out so I can articulate why. I am. I did get that like one more round kind of syndrome playing today, where I just kept going for those really good moments where it's like I have this pistol that's a one shot kill at certain ranges and like getting but you have to reload after every shot mm-hmm. but you know in the cases where it's like I hit three people with that it's like that's a nice little high um, you know the the jetpacky things the exosuits are mm-hmm. cool but it's the same cool you get from Titanfall, except mm. without wall running, which makes, like, which in Titanfall lets you chain yeah. things into this mm. really yeah. cool, like, run, whereas in Call of Duty it's really like, you can get up to a higher level, or if someone's attacking you, you can double jump and kind of uh, you haven't evade gotten, them. You haven't gotten to the grappling hook yet, though, have you? Uh, I don't know if there is one. I've they, never seen anyone use one. I don't know if it's in multiplayer. And it it's in it's in a couple campaign levels, and it it works like you know. I highly doubt it. Letting you Once letting you letting you grapple up to higher levels, but you can mm-hmm. also use it to like scorpion kill dudes. Like there's a bit uh, where you're you're stealth creeping around in some plants, 
And like, oh, there's a guy. He whistle, whistle to get him over here. And like, he whistled to get him over here. He's like, okay, now stealth kill him. And you can just like line up the grappling hook on him, wrap it around his neck, yank him over to you, and get like, over here, snap his neck. See, that's all right. Nobody saw that. That, that, that cool. is my ah, that is what I take issue with with Call of Duty campaigns. Like, trust me to figure anything out. Mm. Nope. You take the one on the left. I'll take the one on the right. Okay, so I just click on him, and then okay, now I clicked it's, on him. It's weird when you think about them as like the most expensive tutorial modes ever made. <laughs> it's just mm. a mm. the whole campaign kind is a of, tutorial. It, it, for it, the campaign. it holds your hand at every step. It's very pretty and it's fun in a very base way, and it keeps shifting up its objectives so that it doesn't get boring. Mm. Like you are continually doing something new and interesting and cool. That's the appeal. Of Call yeah. of Duty's campaigns. If, if you want to make the uh, "Gone Home's not a game" argument, I would argue Call of Duty campaigns aren't a game. <laughs> I like, like games that give you do not still have, a fail state. Uh, no, but you just restart right back there. So yeah. they do not actually have like a, a any kind of like system to master. You just kind of point and click at people until you get through. It's like one of those mm-hmm. DVD games that used to come on the Disney yeah. DVDs. Yeah, yeah, like one of those Sierra non-games that go. everyone hated, like click King's forward. Quest or uh, Gabriel oh, Knight. Dirk the exactly. Daring didn't go right at that fucking marble start over at the exact same <laughs> it's not. It's no not that bad. There's know, more There's more complexity and more, more no, and flexibility I, I, I like uh, the idea of, of, game of a straightforward, sh- straightforward shooting gallery. I'm not against mm. that in a game. I'm just, yeah. I, I'm not, I can't piss my pants. It just seems $60 is so much to spend on a fucking game I've played like 19 times. I agree there's a place for it. I guess I'm just uh, argumentative because I feel like I get criticized for criticizing it and I'm like well that's because there are You're just trying to be a hipster and define yourself what you don't like. No I actually think there are many more interesting shooters out there. I think Far Cry is a more interesting game. Yeah well Far Cry is also like a big open world game. Mm. Yes and a more interesting one. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I don't know just say like this is what it is and that that makes it good is just ridiculous to me. Well, I agree that that the experience that it offers is maybe not worth sixty bucks. I mean, it is to me because hey, new game, I'll buy that. I, I kind of wish they had this one game that they delivered multi multi uh, multiplayer uh, levels to that I could ignore. And whenever they attack on a campaign, mm-hmm. and, and, and usually an next-gen system, I have is, to pretend to give a shit. I don't I, think the campaign is tacked on at all. I think no, that's I, where most of their money is on display. No, oh. that's where most of the money goes. Yes. But like, what the most use that comes out of is the multiplayer maps. Yeah, and I love that even on Steam, is it a separate... Can you buy them separately? No. Oh, but they are separate downloads yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah but weirdly, I think you have to download both. Like mm-hmm. the, the multiplayer is way bigger mm-hmm. than yeah, the single for no reason. I so. got it on PS4 and it gave me a choice like do you want to play single player first or co-op first and we'll, we'll download that part of it first. I'd be fascinated though if they did release them separately mm-hmm. to see which one sold more. I mean if you want to charge $50 mm. a year for updated content that's fine. That's I think that's what the series should be. But I'm I think s- it would be really neat to, if they sold the multiplayer for like 20 bucks yeah. and the single player for 20 bucks. And oh just, they'd like, never do that. No they would never do oh, that. Man. But, um, it's, 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 then there's twenty bucks. They just throw out the window. Yeah, it's 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 hundreds of millions of dollars. I've heard that goes into the campaigns alone, and mm-hmm. the and the and the the maps are relatively no frills fucking maps, like good maps usually, and that's that's where all the that's where all the time really goes. But the money goes into the they're campaigns. Okay. They definitely look a lot nicer mm-hmm. this year, and they're more colorful. Ghosts. I thought the maps were just like all I remember about Black Ops. It, it introduced and... the color purple, <laughs> not the Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> film. 
but th- th- there was the color purple for the first time in a Call of Duty game. Yeah. Well, I'm trying, trying to put my finger on it right now. I was thinking like something like Wolfenstein is a more, I think, more interesting shooter than Call of Duty. It's a, it's more open. It's a bit freer. It's more more thoughtful. You can take different approaches to things. But at the same time, like that doesn't quite get its hooks into me like Call of Duty does. Call yeah. of Duty is very good about like dropping these little breadcrumbs that make you want to keep playing. And you know, whereas in Wolfenstein, it's like okay, that's a good stopping point. I can take a break. And Call of Duty, I'm like, no, you fucked with my bridge. I'm gonna kick his ass. <laughs> well, I also think because you're putting actual like mental effort in when you're playing a shooter that says like, mm-hmm. okay, you can approach this multiple ways. It's gonna be hard. These enemies have or yeah. you know ai other than just like they pop up and shoot you whereas in call of duty it's like well i want to see the story progress yeah and i know that if i just keep shooting and moving forward it will so i will uh, i'd compare it to binging on a season of a tv show except that the fun- consumption oh neat. no <laughs> no the fun the fun part at least for me is in the moving forward and shooting like mm. that is really enjoyable and it's it's a simple thrill but it's fun. They they do a lot to make it just really. I don't, I don't know. It's like it's like eating a lot of cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing about this color for that me on the box mm-hmm. is that they don't have the <laughs> sound when you get a hit. Really? Don't they? I got it. No, there's no <laughs> sound. You just in the campaign. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear that. I did. Really? Yeah. And no. the reticule changes. I didn't really notice the reticule changing. The sound. The sound is. Well, I, I don't really care that much about the experience, but it seems quite essential to it. Yeah, so that, I guess just the moving forward and shooting doesn't doesn't really do it for me. Like it's, I don't know. Are you playing it on console? Yeah. Maybe it makes a difference that I feel like I'm just pointing on heads and clicking. Like maybe it's just mm, maybe. too easy with the mouse. <laughs> maybe because I, I put be it on the it. hardest difficulty level, and I was try just playing like, it with a controller. See how that changes. Yeah, things. maybe it's better with a controller. Because it's harder to control. Plug in your <laughs> X-Spoon paddle, man. It's like, it's People like still call them paddles, right? <laughs> two really small mice at the same time. I mean, I'm not <laughs> trying to brag, but it really does feel like I just pick up a gun and click on heads until they're dead. I don't think it's it's fair to it's ask... It's called head clicker. ...everyone head clicker. to be as interested in a game that comes out every year. No, but it's, I am. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I feel like the series has been kind of on a steady downward decline the last couple iterations and this one I like a lot and mm-hmm. I was surprised by that I didn't really expect to I wasn't at all interested in it until I saw the reviews coming out mm-hmm. so yeah I, well, I think it's good like if you liked earlier Call of Duties you'll like this in the campaign's defense and I did like Modern Warfare um, I've only played two missions and I've heard that it opens up uh, later on with some levels that are less directed so I look forward to that if that's true Michael probably I'm not really sure what that refers to but it's we're having an interesting conversation because you do not give a shit about the campaign and you do not give a shit about the multiplayer that's true and I don't think either of you from that angle I don't know maybe Tyler probably speaks more to the audience actually wanting to buy the game well I think I have to play like 20 more hours (laughs) of the multiplayer to get into it because like right now it's just frustrating because I get killed a lot maybe when I'm good at it maybe you went to the review event like everybody else yeah yeah well, see, that's that's the the real no. thing with review events. Like, the reason that those are fun is because you're playing against other journalists, and other journalists suck as bad as you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, always. That's every- I would always rather play against a game journalist than a real gamer because a real gamer will fucking kick my ass. Sometimes it's just I mean I am a real 
fucking game, and you've seen me tear ass in Titanfall. I know. But if, if I get a game on the West Coast and download it, odds are some dipshit GameStop employees, hundreds of them from around the world, have gotten like ultra prestige by the time I touch the game. Mm-hmm. That's what I loved about press appointments, that we're all on equal footing, like figuring out the controls <laughs> yeah. and the mechanics for the first time. But not just that, I'm playing against kids who were playing Call of Duty Ghosts that's up true. until the release of this. Mm-hmm. They're very good at it, mm-hmm. and and that's fine. Um, and and like I'm not going to give it a low score or anything. I don't not even saying what score I'm going to give it. We haven't reviewed it yet because I'm not good at it. That <laughs> that obviously isn't the case. I'm going to keep playing it until I find the fun in it. But right now, I would still prefer to play Titanfall because yeah, I keep yeah, yeah. finding myself like I don't know. There are there are bits of the like the coolest places in the levels when you try to jump up to them with a jetpack. It's mm-hmm. like mm, out of bounds. You can't. That. <laughs> you can't go to that cool place. Like yeah, that. That annoyed me a lot in like the first couple levels. That there are those places where it's like, oh, look at all this street I have to explore. I, like, jump over this no. barrier to go there. And it's like you have left the mission area. It's like, why could I have left the mission area? Why? Why did you even allow that? <laughs> uh, they don't allow it in multiplayer. Just like you hit an invisible wall. That bounds. Whereas Titanfall really like designed interesting vertical mm-hmm. levels with lots of walls to... Horrible bite, sniper on. bitch spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sniper <laughs> bitch spots. Yeah. You, you really can't be a sniper bitch in Call of Duty anymore. Like, someone will spawn behind you. And mm-hmm. and I got this cool sniper rifle that's like a rail gun. And, uh, what? But it uh, it leaves this huge streak across the level when oh, you fire. Oh, so you can see exactly where you are? Everyone knows Good. where you are now. Uh, I do like the beam weapons, although they're not the most effective. I love beam weapons. Yeah, general. the beam weapons are cool. <laughs> that, was, that was my yeah. evolve weapon. Yeah. Well, that's for the record. That's another part of the fun for me in the campaign that like weapons are scattered around everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can just pick something up. It's like, do I like this better than the other gun? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's see what it does. In multiplayer, though, it's like yeah, you got a min max. I mean, it com- when it comes down to it, mm-hmm. the best players I see in matches are using a submachine gun, a regular old submachine gun, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and, like, the guys with the beam weapons are like, I'm sure they're having fun, but they're not <laughs> winning. Uh, uh, Dave, what do you think about all this? Oh, dude. Uh, I, I do find it interesting that over the... So, between this week and the next two weeks, there is, like, the first actual next-gen versions of games that people are generally kind of like, bleh, annual releases. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, we did have a Call of Duty last year, but it feels like this is the first year that really kind of putting their best foot forward yeah. and uh you know next week is is it next week then that the new assassin's creed comes yes. out and then the week after that is when they finally actually put out the real uh, new wwe game yeah so like just just over the, <coughs> over the next no, sorry over the next three weeks it's like these are generally franchises that people who aren't super into each franchise tend to ignore but because they're the first true mm. like new gen next gen versions, mm-hmm. I think they have a, a bit more of a focus towards them. Like I, I, I couldn't give a crap about Call of Duty Ghosts last year, but you know, Advanced Warfare it actually piqued my interest because it got good reviews and because it seemed like it was more of an effort than last year. Really good face rendering, yeah. yeah. Except for uh, Kevin Spacey does look a bit dead behind the eyes, but doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, usually. Yeah, like as a person, Mm -hmm. he does. Well, you also get that like weird disconnect where it's like in cutscenes. 
the characters look almost photorealistic. Oh, they look incredible, yeah. And then in gameplay, you can tell that you're playing with like a several generations down uh, model yeah. of that same character because they they don't have to because they have to render everything else. I'm trying to check my stupid finances to see if this is worthwhile. No, I, I, I haven't. <laughs> have people started yeah, to review so. the uh, 360 slash PS3 versions? I don't. I haven't heard much about. I haven't them. heard anything. I wouldn't buy them. <laughs> I wouldn't because you should if you if you're buying games on an old console you should be investing that into a new console. Mm. And if you plan on playing this in a year, yeah. I will say uh also Advanced Warfare is my first uh contact with the new Sony firmware which does things like when you get a an, a trophy it displays the PS button, and oh, you yeah. can push it and be taken directly to the explanation of what the trophy is, like the 360 does, Jeez. and the Xbox One does not. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, like if you say, show notification, then you'll mm-hmm. see it. Oh, well. You're suggesting something requiring extra effort to someone who likes Call of Duty? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was at a Polygon had a neat article up today about... The story of the Xbox One launch. Hmm. And just what a fucking disaster. And then we all shit our pants. What a disaster. I want to see that system pick it, pick up the ball and run with it again. But yeah. uh, Jesus yeah. Christ. It, my, my Xbox One runs like absolute garbage all the time. Wow. Just terrible. Just ter- The hard drive is almost full. The, the 500 gigs they lovingly bestowed me. Dave mm-hmm. brings over a copy of UFC. We're going to install 30 gigabytes of data so we can play this off the disc. Yeah. And <laughs> I had to go with that through that with uh, Advanced Warfare. Then, like, okay, yeah. I want to download this. I have to clear 30 gigs. Okay, goodbye, Wolfenstein. Did you have to clear 30 gigs in your PS Drupal? I did. Wow. Yeah, You're that's the thing. that like, They're both 500 gigs. Like, you probably wrote, you'd I run thought, th- I thought 500 gigs would be enough because yeah. I, I'm used to, like, okay, well, shit comes on a DVD. It's, like, 8 to 10 gigabytes, yeah. right? Uh or, or Blu-ray, rather. And, and, no, it's like everything on Blu-ray is like 25 to 50 gigabytes yep. plus. Like, mm-hmm. Wolfenstein is like 55 gigabytes yep. sitting there on my PS4. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kind of want to buy a new hard drive now. But they don't really make hard dri- or laptop it. hard drives past like 2 terabytes. Yep. Yep. I have one. Maybe I'll just give you one mine. Okay. That'd be I was cool. going to shove in my PS triple. Oh. Until I uh, got the yellow out of death. And I don't know what to do about that. Hmm. Do I get a new PS3? Who I think knows? you can send it in and get it repaired. I know, but why bother, like, at this point? Like, and do you want do you want access to that stuff? That's the no, question. No, I don't really care. I really okay. don't. I really then don't. throw like, it in the trash. It's like, most of it's on Steam. Like, anything that's not called God of War is on Steam for, like, $2. What about all, all those Yakuza games? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that one Yakuza game for the PS4. PS3 was one. There was three. Were there? Excuse me. Oh, by the sake. I I did not mean to disrespect the Yakuza <laughs> audience. Please. There's Yakuza 3, and then Yakuza 4, and then Yakuza Dead Souls, which is a spinoff where you fought zombies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting angry texts from Henry. All right. You played a lot of uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth, didn't you? This, this I didn't. Rotation. I was going to. Oh, you told me you I were going pl- to. I was planning on it because it was it's the, this month's uh, PlayStation Plus game mm-hmm. yeah, and I had play. I had a free I had a, I thought I had a 30 day voucher that I got with Destiny mm-hmm. which I've only played like an hour and a half of and it turns out that 30 day voucher is only if you have never had PlayStation Plus before oh that's fucking shitty so if oh, anybody if anybody wants free 30 days and you haven't ever had PlayStation Plus before let uh, Dave know at reply me with I don't know something from Cheap Podcast 
Yes. There you go. What was your favorite match on the most recent episode of Monday Night It's Raw? like winning $3 from hmm. Dave. <laughs> More like ten dollars. Oh, is it? That's mm. the official value. It's ten dollars per month. Is it You're really? Doing, wow. Sixty dollars a year. Yeah, I know. But if you only do it for one month, it's ten dollars per month. Why would anybody? Do I'm going with the MSRP here. Hello. <laughs> but uh, binding by agreement is uh, cross buy, which I fucking love. Oh, that's because cool. like you. Uh, if you didn't know that PS Plus trick, you should have PS Plus. Period. If you ever plan on maybe having a Sony console, mm-hmm. uh, you just go to their website, Sony Entertainment Online. Log in with your information and download everything they have on PS Plus. Yeah. Or hit hit buy because it's free. Mm-hmm. And when you do get that platform, you can download all of those games, whether they're still available for free or not. Yeah. Um, but what I do love about Binding of Isaac is that I think it's it's everything. And if you buy if you just download it on one platform, you have it on all the rest yeah. as well. Cross buy with the buy being meaningless because mm-hmm. it's free. And it's, I've never played Rebirth. I did slightly enjoy Binding of Isaac. Yeah, Rebirth um, is just coming out this week, and it's basically a remake of Binding of Isaac with all the stuff he wanted to have in it mm-hmm. the first time. So it's George Lucas's game. I have the ability to, yeah. to save after I die. <laughs> um, no, See, uh, that that was that's the key thing. That like Binding of Isaac is one of those games that like this, this is my turn to be like everyone loves this, and I don't understand why because. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's like I a Zelda dungeon, but it's roguelike. So every time I die, the yeah. whole thing resets, and I can't get past a single fucking boss that way. Yeah, hmm. it, it requires. I don't know. Let's put it like a lot of time and patience. Hmm. And if you have more than five dollars to spend on Steam, I'm a 36 year old idiot. Yeah, I, I have neither like, time nor patience. I didn't find the need to keep playing it, and I love Super Meat Boy. So I don't know. I mean, like just hearing it, like roguelike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Top down, it reminded me of like one of my favorite uh, PSN games, which I, I know came out on Steam way long ago. Uh, uh, Don't starve. Yeah, hmm. and it's if I can get something like that made by the Super Meat Boy guys, I'll totally play it. Yeah, it's free. I just watched the resubscribe. Order to your PlayStation Plus through LaserTimePodcast.com. I will. <laughs> Amazon. Yeah. They do that. Yeah, they can do that. Uh-huh. Buy your PSN points. I'm a little sick. It's giving me a real good voice yeah. right now. Oh, I don't know about oh, that. Yeah. I'm not even putting an inflection, though. This is my resting oh, state. Oh, 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 all right. Well, this is mine. That's how I actually don't sound. Don't yes. Oh, that's Michael's real voice. It is. This is this is how I talk normally. This is how I talk for the rest of the podcast. Right. Get excited, Wolfman right. Jack. Yes, yes, this is very we'll exciting. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Oh god. Oh, do we have to? Can't wait to talk about. It. I'm going to give up on this. This, this. I feel like that that that, that sound effect speaks news. more to your experience yeah, with oh. dealing with the news that you did at least part of it with a dot matrix printer. <laughs> I never used a dot matrix printer. <laughs> that that's just the the point of that sound was to make fun of. You'd always hear the typewriters going yeah, yeah. and like like from the, the even in the 80s and 90s yeah. like in the background of news shit and so mm-hmm. it's like let's just throw in a bunch of other skeuomorphic sound effects yeah. that I mean uh, they still do it in from uh, obsolete technology like a one of the most popular New York news stations is 1010 news mm-hmm. every still, 10 minutes and they still they, do typewriter noises and you still hear it in the background Jesus wow. Christ <laughs> I guess it's more interesting than hearing the sound of copy and pasting an article from the AP <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Control C. Uh, we published a Huffington Post. <laughs> yeah. 
So <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh uh, shit! Uh, unveiled its first person mode for the. Uh, Looks the like a different game. Out. Yeah, it kind of does. It sounds like uh, yeah. The previews that I've read about it, like they've they've had to change the animation. You kind of get <clears throat> for the first time you actually get to look at the people on the street. At eye level. Wow. Because, I, well, I mean, if you think about pedestrians in every mm-hmm. other Grand Theft Auto game, you're looking at them, like, yeah. way above. As ants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't, like, you, don't, you really don't get to see their expressions. Mm-hmm. So now you do. Mm-hmm. And just, like, to even just the smallest shit, like, you, when you take your phone out now, you're actually taking it out in front of you. Obscuring your view. Yeah, mm. and if you're doing a selfie, you actually have to position yourself within the <laughs> selfie. Just stuff like that. Like I, Can played, I use it as a motion tracker yeah. to find the alien? <laughs> like, I played the crap out of the campaign. Like, I played all the way through it, and, like, I'll play it again. I'll play a good portion of it again just to see it in the first-person perspective, mm-hmm. which is some. I, I didn't want to do that. I Like, that was one of those games I thought, I can, I can skip the... Re-release of this because I already played the crap out of it before. Yeah. But then and it's got it's got other things like new wildlife, new cars, new yeah. new bunch of stuff. Hopefully, new music. Why do you have a problem with the music? Uh, I don't know why, but it felt like it. I heard stuff repeat a lot. Stuff Wait, repeat. It felt the music got old to me much faster than in previous years. Because oh, stuff repeat. Okay. What do you think I said? Suffer repeat. That's probably it's what like, I is meant. Is that a song? It's, yes. Suffer repeat. Uh, <laughs> you could have met me halfway on that, Michael. You said you just well, said to be confused. Like, this is Pete. He suffers a lot. He's suffering Pete. So I don't understand. Suffering Pete with the radio station. Oh, it is getting a vinyl release, though. Live, suffer, repeat is what yes. they're now calling uh, that Tom Cruise movie. Yes, <laughs> I saw it in the stores today. I cannot believe they abandoned the title except that the title was awful. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, yeah, GTA is it is getting other stuff mm-hmm. on the PC. You can play yeah. in 4K if you want. That seems insane. Mm. Are you and, you guys are going to do something with that, right? Oh yeah, we'll definitely take like we'll probably take 8K screenshots. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, that seems really. Neat. And within a month or two, you'll be able to play as a horse, and you can drive. <laughs> yeah, a, can't wait. You can drive a piano. That's the real reason you get the PC Buzz Lightyear. Version. The mods <laughs> yeah. are going to be. Uh, yeah. I mean, like. GTA has never really like officially supported mods, and yet people have found ways to do this shit, which is always amazing. I, I just hope I can play as the Dragonborn and hijack a dragon from Skyrim. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> yes. sure we can make that happen. Somebody out there, realize Michael's dream. Down the streets have, of Los Santos, <laughs> we have Macho Man Randy Savage, Skyrim dragons in GTA Five. I feel like it's Macho mm. Man riding a Skyrim dragon. <laughs> Cream of the crop. I hope. Uh, hurts. Speaking of the music, I hope there is a simple way just to put your own MP3s. The PC is always it. kind of allowed that, right? I don't know. I, I think the original I Xbox is the last one to like put your MP3s yeah. in your game. You could do like, that on uh, mm-hmm. the Xbox, and you could do it on the yeah. PSP ones as well. Yeah. yeah, but they had like a convoluted thing. Yeah, on you the had PSP, to like, like you had to make a folder and name it a certain thing, and then yeah. what you had to do was go to their website. And like register the CD that you wanted to, to wow. grab music from off the website, and then it would save a copy of that that you can then access only through the game. It was ridiculous, and it was Weird. just all of, like the PSP yeah. could already store and play MP3s. Why are you making us dance around this? Shit? The Hauser brothers had to approve it. Like that's not cool enough. No, well, I'm I'm sure it was something like, look, we have all these contracts in place with still, all these record labels, and they will they will get pissed if we let people just use MP3s. Did you still get like the ads and stuff between them, or, or no? I don't think so. No, you, you it was just, just like if you'd made a mixtape. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. 
I miss those ads. Oh, but it has Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street. That should be mm. closing the show. Uh, uh, not, no. You know we don't operate like I that. know you don't. <laughs> but an opening. So I never played it. If I if I play it, people will assume Duke Lombardi's coming. I don't know. I don't know if like I almost finished the 360 one. Uh, Do you guys the, recommend it? I love the game. It's yeah. it's the least amount of time I put. If you get on the PC, I'll probably get on the PC. Yeah. I mean, I I'll probably I'll play it. Yeah, it's not coming out on PC till next year. But we can do some really goofy shit in there. It'd be really fucking yeah. funny. I, I'm gonna get it on PC, but again, next year it's taking is it next longer year? for yeah. PC. What do you mean yeah. next year? Like January or like? Yeah, like early next year. I don't okay. think they've given a date. Probably February. That sucks. It's another. I'm sure it's another calculated thing. Like they didn't release the next gen versions or talk about them when the previous gen versions. Uh, we're going out because like oh people will wait for it and I, I'm sure that it's like well if we release it on all three at once people will gravitate toward PC because they can mod that but if we delay the PC version then we'll have people actually getting the next hey, gen we, console we, we talked a little bit about that on a recent episode I thought that it's in Sony and Microsoft's best interest to help uh, Rockstar have all the tools to properly bring the game out on their platforms mm-hmm. there's no PC Steam will not help you uh optimize your product for the platform hmm. there is no help no at because all. the platform is the pc the platform is a pc <laughs> they're but, not a yeah. platform steam isn't a platform it's a distribution service well they can say that all they'd like but if they're the leading game distributor they probably owe it to the people who put games to help them out a little bit not really i mean they don't they don't owe them anything but like it is microsoft and sony will help people get games published on their platform pc you run into a problem you're fucked there's nobody to offer you any any experience other than a person on your staff that has experience yeah it also also doesn't correct really cost you anything to update your game if something is fucked up whereas hey ask microsoft they're the one who owns the platform which is windows yeah i mean i know i know that both ps4 and xbox one they've at least reduce the the cost of updating your game if you if there's like some crazy bug in it or something. It was nasty. It was nasty. It made it, last it made generation. It, it was just it was. Yeah. Microsoft forbid people from making updates. It was trying to encourage people to to not ship broken games. Yeah. And putting a penalty on like putting updates in 360 games, and then it made free updates impossible. Yeah. But Nvidia mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. work with. I mean, I, I I said Microsoft is a platform because it's not really the platform. The platform, of course. Mm-hmm the hardware along but NVIDIA does work with the, you know work with developers no totally it's just, uh, but AMD does as well I have a feeling they wanted the next gen of the PC ones at the same time I completely believe that I think they might have <clears throat> I, I don't know have. if it was I don't know if it was like a calculated strate- strategy to delay the PC version or if it was just delayed I, I would have it doesn't help the PC version at all to be last no Whatever, I still. But it does help the other habit. the other versions if it's not available. Exactly, which is probably what was in people's best interest to make sure that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also happening this week. What? Um, Internet Archive. Oh, that's so cool. Put up like nine hundred uh, classic Arca- arcade games. That I don't can be played within a browser. Archive.org. I don't. I don't think this is a, has any direct affiliation with the government. No, no. But it is largely left alone. I the guess, things they yeah. post, like it, it's it's things generally considered public domain and I guess there's there's got there's at least 900 arcade games in our universe wow. that nobody cares about protecting the rights to anymore and somebody wrote some awesome emulation code where like it's there's no plugin required it's all browser based you can play 900 classic arcade games in the same place where you could download Orson Welles War of the Worlds or like uh, Night of the Living Dead because that, oh, well. that fell in the public domain mm-hmm. perhaps uh, 
uh, Mickey Mouse in The Mad Doctor, another cartoon that fell in the public domain. How did that fall in the public domain? It was deemed too scary. Because if you if you do you remember that cartoon? So Disney forfeited its copyright. Well, they kind of they they stopped protecting it, and oh. um, and that's kind of how that shit works. People, you have to protect your copyright in order to maintain it. That's sort of shocking that that would ever happen with a Disney property. Yeah, because they're, they're the entire reason. Mickey uh, Mouse mm-hmm. is the entire reason that copyright reason, protection yeah. gets extended every like ten twenty five years. He is most of the reason for yeah. sure. They just have to they just have to rewrite those laws a little bit. I don't understand why they have to keep extending it. Mickey Mouse is still in use. Yeah. He's still a thing. Like yeah. it doesn't matter that he's a hundred years old. He still belongs to a company. I do love the Internet Archive. I love that it. That is the leading supplier of my old game reviews. What? Oh, that's. Uh, I hadn't even thought about that. that yes, oh, the way back, all of the our way back OXM, uh, all my OXM reviews, all my Game Pro reviews, all of my like most wow. of my uh, fan site reviews. How does it feel to be an artifact? Uh, <laughs> wonder if I could okay. find my old newspaper reviews on. But there. look. If you want my super magnetic Neo for Dreamcast review, or, uh, no? <laughs> no, I, I do, I do. What about my Sudeki for the original Xbox review? Oh, oh Jesus wow. Christ. I wrote those in between uh, college courses. <laughs> Spoiler, they're terrible. <laughs> Games or the reviews? Bo-bo-bo-bos. Well, not super magnetic, Neo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a good game. Yeah, it was a pretty good game, yeah. Nobody played it. Fuckers drank all the beer. We have to end the show. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the community segment. Uh, last week's question of the week was, what's your favorite game that lets you play as a villain? Um, first to answer was Dr. Dr. Pepper. Wow. Welcome to uh, being the first. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I was ah. evil from the get-go and really hammed it up toward the end. When I killed the old Jedi Master Jolie, Juhani, my Wookiee friend, and my Twi'lek sidekick. I did all of this for the love of my Dark Queen Bastila. I followed this up by being evil in KOTOR 2, Fable 1 and 3, 1 to 3, Fallout, and basically any other moral choice game other than the Mass Effect series, since Renegade Shep isn't a villain. I give props to KOTOR 1 for being the first game I got the option in. Yeah, okay, cool. Nice. Good for you. Uh, Forrest L says Shin Megami Tensei allows you to go chaos dark which is fun plus the penis demon Mara is evil mm-hmm. so you kind of have demon. to back that side I will back any side involving a penis demon <laughs> I should have been funnier I should have gotten <laughs> something else out of that um, Shin says the original Fable is still one of the best action RPGs available Fable was one of the first games that allowed you to be truly evil without it being part of the story. You could eat live chicks, sacrifice innocence to dark gods. <laughs> hey, I eat live chicks all the time. <laughs> Five days. Murder spouses oh. to get their uh, belongings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a really terrible high five, you guys. Uh, it was bad. Uh, murder spouses to get their belongings and la- lead massive bandit raids against unsuspecting towns. So sickening. So beautiful. Our high five sounded like two very thinly sliced pieces of ham colliding yeah. in midair. Oh, is this what we're doing? Um, Pink Suit Max says, I like how Grand Theft Auto did it. You play as a person involved with illegal activities that likely result in uh, exploitation, death, and addiction, but all uh, but all as implied ca- uh, casual effects to your actions. Uh, despite being a go-to for people who want an example of a violent video game, Grand Theft Auto is more of a violent sandbox where crazy explosions, um, crazy explosive fun is facilitated and not mandated. Um, I, I, I agree with some of that. Yes. Yeah. 
That would be my answer. Like, my favorite villain to play as is uh, Trevor from GTA Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's just, like, I, I an always asshole. thought he was a response to the news. Yeah. Like, it's how the news always portrayed Grand Theft Auto. But the yeah. very first thing he does in his campaign is he kills, like, one of the most... Like, he kills, like, a, a really... A good person that you know from a yeah. previous GTA game. Yep. and It's pretty tragic. One yeah. of the more moral GTA characters, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Uh, Keeper 13, this is a good one. It says, Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Using a bus as a skateboard, throwing cows around like paper airplanes, grabbing and throwing missiles back at people. Boy, were their faces red. And playing <laughs> playing as an, uh, uh, playing bowling with an entire army. Uh, I also have fond memories of the role playing as Judas Priest, a, a blue-haired, long-nosed man from an alternate dimension that got stuck in Fallout 3 and decided to conquer the wasteland. <laughs> Teehee. Uh, uh, yeah, you can you could play the whole game evilly. Oh, yeah. Well, like, it never said what happened to the people on that bus you were skateboarding exactly. down or when you picked the car up off the street and turned it into a pair of boxing gloves. What happened to the driver? Fact, they just you could, disappeared. You can make an argument they uh, made it to their destination. <laughs> their final destination yeah, well sure uh, Greed E Shadow of the Colossus is definitely my favorite example of this mainly because of the ambiguity of your actions throughout the game whilst the effects of your actions aren't made clear until uh, later into the game you know you're doing something wrong and genuinely feel bad while murdering these creatures um, oh and spoilers for a nine year old game sorry bros. Uh and the name pop master says Quake 3 there's not <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's much of a backstory. Everyone just looks plain evil. Yes, it's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, Smidey oh. says, Try to play Destroy All Humans and not imagine your daggett from the Angry Beavers trying to end mankind. I don't know who that character is. It's the uh, Nick Bakai character, I, believe. I forget. Angry okay. Beavers? You don't know the Angry Beavers? Never I watched don't, it. I know the Angry Beavers. It's good. Yeah. It was, it was uh, after my time. Two Angry Beavers. Um, that was one of the so first... Gamergate refers to women. That was one of the first time I recognized <laughs> VO work in video games. It sounded like the cartoons I used to watch. Sinosaur uh, said, Civilization Five. there's something incredibly fun about playing an aggressive, violent empire and going around the world forcibly conquering those weaker than you. That's a good one. When I used to play Civilization, I always avoided nukes, but one time I decided to just let myself be the bad guy, and I started using them on every enemy city that was defended. Then after I captured them, I just raised them to the ground. It's hard to think of a game where it can be a more successful bad guy than Civ. Fair point. Crape <laughs> uh, Crisis says, playing, at, playing as Vader in the beginning of Force Unleashed was wonderful. Throwing Wookiees uh, yeah. off of treetops and Force lightninging everything was a nice I bonus. Just, I just mm-hmm. love the way he was. Like, he, he was actually stomping through that fucking Wookiee village. That was kind of amazing. It's pretty mean. Yep. Didn't care for it. Hmm. Fucking Vader. He's the best. He's my favorite. No. He's my favorite Dark Lord of the shit. Um, Okay, let's see. Uh, Jason says, Rampage! Destruction for the sake of destruction. I'll take it. Also, does torturing and murdering Sims count? I tend to not like to do evil things in video games. I even have a moral compass toward pixels and polygons. I'm a little bit interested in checking out Saints Row, though. I think the cartoonishness might offset any guilt I might have. Mm. Definitely true in 3 and 4. Let's see. Uh, Anch, Anchgoo7 mm. says, uh, I guess I'll say playing as Dracula in Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. That game was a huge disappointment after the first game, but it's the only game I can think of right now where I played as the villain. 
Well, I mean, you, you, you are technically playing as the villain, sort of. Indeed. But he's not really the villain. No spoilers for a game you're never going to play. Um, I have to call out this one because it might be the only time this game is ever mentioned on this show. Uh, Chatty Whacker says, I'm going to go old school with a game I enjoyed as a kid on the Sega Genesis, which is Haunting, starring Poltergeist. Nice. <laughs> It was a rather graphic and dark humor game where you play a Fonzie-like poltergeist that haunts a snobby family's house who uses a limited supply of ectoplasm to possess items to terrify the residents out. <laughs> These positions lead to items overrunning with blood skeletons popping out and reaching or a lawnmower that turns it into a face and attacks everybody. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it, I just remember that I remember being insanely jealous of that game as a Super Nintendo owner. It's like I can. Ah, yes. There's a game where I can haunt an entire house. Yes, but it doesn't include Pops Ghostly, so it doesn't matter <laughs> at all. Uh, your mother's a Thor says. Does Blood Omen Legacy of Kane count? More of an anti-hero than a villain, I know. But that was probably the first game I played where some of the stuff you do makes. Where some of the stuff you do makes you question if you're really a good guy or not. You're not. Plus, being a vampire, you kind of put yourself under the not-so-nice header by default. <laughs> this is true. Yes, this is true. This is true. Mm. Yes. Seriously yes. true. Mm. Uh, let's see. Psylocke Rule says, Does Renegade Shepherd count? If not, then Jury in Street Fighter Four. That lass is wicked. Well, the Jury's out on that one. Mm. Dave, stop it. Uh, God, I just got that. Um, all right, new question of the week. Please. What's the best lie you ever believed mm. about a game? This can be a lie you were told on the schoolyard, a lie you read told in a Casey magazine. Hudson. Uh, Casey Hudson. Isn't that the Mass Effect person? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. No, about a video game, not in a video game. About a video game. Yeah, like something somebody Same told thing. you. And you believed it. Mm-hmm. And for my part, probably the, the most I ever got rooked in by a lie mm-hmm. was the, I think I've told this story before, the EGM uh, April Fool's mm. prank. Not the Shang Long one, although that had to be pointed out to me. Which that, one? The uh, the, the Mac? No, the Shenlong one was the guy, uh, or they, oh, they were saying Fighter that, uh, yeah, the Street Fighter one, where like if you uh, fought Bison like on... And, and like went 99 rounds with neither of you hitting each other then Shang Long would show up and, and mm-hmm. kick Bison's ass and then you'd have to fight him and he was super tough um, and I believed it at first and then somebody pointed out that like it was in a letter that was sent to EGM with pictures but then the uh, the city and state was fooled again ha and like I, I like a lot of other kids thought ha was Hawaii but no that's high so yeah. fooled again ha but the, the one that actually pulled me in was their uh, Zelda Wind Waker uh, thing. Like, they're doing a new, uh, they're, they're redoing uh, Wind Waker in the style of Twilight Princess. Mm. And, like, they had a couple screenshots of, like, a Kid Link that was done in the new uh, Wii style. And, like, I, I read that and, like, oh man, and it's a pre order bonus for Twilight Princess. And, like, I, I went in and pre ordered Twilight Princess. It's like, has this come with the. Uh, the, the pre-order bonus? Wow, what really pre-order bonus? Yeah. <laughs> you, and and the, the clerk at GameStop had to tell me it was an April Fool's prank. And that's the most embarrassed I've ever been by that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is the biggest lie. I remember yeah. mine. 
that? Which was that you could resurrect uh, Eris in Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Like, this was, like... Yeah, that's a comedy. This was right around the dawn of, like... Wait, Eris dies? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry. That, that spoiler is old enough to drink. But, um... <laughs> yeah, like, around that time... Like, this was just when GameFAQs was starting to get big, and it's like, people had, like, rudimentary FAQs. Like, here's every step you make in the cam- in Final Fantasy VII to make sure that she doesn't die. And I went through it. I probably played another 20 hours of that game thinking, <sighs> like, ah, oh, I can do it. I can I can save her this time. And then, no. Hmm. I think I heard something along those lines about, like, oh, if you get all these materia yes. and Knights of the Round and blah, 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 like... No. If you talk to this one person who seems to serve no other purpose in the game, but mm-hmm. uh, just for this one FAQ to point him out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe I got hosed by more than one Laura Croft nude code. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Hmm. I'm that person. But, <laughs> had but to now do DeviantArt is... We all wanted it to happen. And, uh, Even though, like, looking back, it's hard to figure out why. Yeah, exactly. I really want those two trapezoids poking me in the eye with their titness. Not <laughs> at all. Not at all. Not on the Sega Saturday. I mean, you know, they, they, they've come out with lots of nude patches since for PC, and yes. they're, te- they're all terrible. And wonderful pubic hair textures Ugh. that literally lead me to believe this is a character I could fuck with my male penis. <laughs> <laughs> Your male penis. I just I want to be as clinically as, as possible. Just to that is the clinical forbid term. this thought process from going through anyone else's head from here on out. I uh, I looked up gullible in the civilopedia. No, no, <laughs> that's not mine. Uh, I don't have one. I can't think of anything. I'm just not. I'm uh, obviously you can't be fooled. Well, obviously, did you ever uh, have a friend whose who's uncle worked at Nintendo and uh, who had played Super Mario Brothers five like before three? Oh, even I, came I, out? I definitely had friends who lied to me about games, but I don't know that I ever believed them. Like, they always had... I never had... I, they had Nintendos. I didn't have a Nintendo. The best lie based on a person in the games industry. We're recording... Com- I'm not even plugging commentaries. We were, we were recording the commentaries on the hottest day of the season. Mm-hmm. And Brett Elston told me a story about in Illinois, when it was really hot, they'd keep buckets of ice around them to keep them cool mm-hmm. in the summer heat. And I said, wow, like a reverse campfire. Let's do this. <laughs> and I went and bought bags of ice and an extra bucket. <laughs> and I do it right in front of him. And he's like, yeah, I thought that wouldn't work. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, I've been talking about a reverse campfire like with enthusiasm for like 24 hours. A reverse campfire is all I ever wanted. And I looked stuff up on the internet. I know you needed a fan to have it really work. But you can't do a fan when you're making a recording in this room. Mm-hmm. Tyler, are you ready for the biggest lie of your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Video Game Apocalypse... Does not exist. What? Mm. We have just been making you talk into a microphone. You haven't no. been posting these. No. This has been, been on this whole time. It's been an eighty-eight episode intervention. Oh my God, um, you we've need... been we've been posting them on TylerNet, which is an internet only you can see. Uh, <laughs> it's been an intervention. You need to play more Call of Duty. I yeah. knew it. Operation <laughs> Waste Tyler's Time is a complete success. Eighty-eight episodes, and we finally done it, guys. All right, let's let's awesome. celebrate. Let's all go home. Mm-hmm. But first, a quick round of plugs. Uh, well, oh, also, even though nobody's going to hear them, no. we should still say them. On the no. off chance that this show is real, <laughs> and you want your answer to the question of the week read on episode 89, should it actually happen, mm-hmm. just go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to post an answer with the question gets read first on next week's show, or you can just 
answer under the comments for episode 88, and we'll probably read several of those. So that's been the show. Let's do a quick round of plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. And I do recommend you follow the show and me personally, obviously, but follow the show because I always post there first when it goes live. Usually it's sometime around 3 or 4 a.m., but you'll get a reminder later in the day when I repost uh, or uh, retweet everything else. So do that. Somebody else go, Chris. Uh, I was really busy last week. A lot of plans got really sick. Um, we put up a rerun this week. So in lieu of plugging something new on Laser Time, you can go to lasertimepodcast.com. There's a bunch of great articles up there now, including why Batman is better than Dracula and... Uh, and an awesome look at a, a courier stupid PS1 game Crazy and crisis. anime watch. Uh, and I streamed all the Ghostbusters games. I streamed five of them for a period of eight hours. And those wow. are all on our YouTube channel. In addition to, an, we did another top five, the top five least scary games. So all the games we kind of talked about in the last show, you can see them in motion mm-hmm. at um, youtube.com slash laser time network. But my, all I'm saying, no real, no real plugs other than cake prices. Um, but your homework assignment is if you never have and you listen on if you never have and you listen on iTunes, uh, hit one of them stars. Rate rate a show, preferably Laser Time. Hmm. If you've never done it before, it's one click or Vigigam Apocalypse or preferably Laser. I'm just saying, do both. <laughs> it takes no time at all. That's true. That's and, true. And like, and none of you have done it compared to how many people have you listened to the show. So just, I'm just saying, just do it. It'd be nice. There, yeah, just do, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, Laser Time has just as many Twitter followers as me. Oh, nice. At Dave Rudden on Twitter. Oh, wow. So follow me and Laser Time so we can have the same amount all the time. And, uh, yeah, that's where I... Oh, and I'm on, I'm on Podcast and Bullshit with Travis Foster this oh, yeah. week on Front Towards Gamer, I Ooh, think. nice. I think. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Cheap Cop. Cheap Popcast. There you go, Dave. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter at Fart. That's me. Mm-hmm. That is not John Hendren. Oh, okay. Uh, he's a liar. And that's my account. <laughs> and he uses uh, Tyler underscore wild. It's very confusing. But uh, follow me at fart. Thank you. You know you're just telling this to yourself because you're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you guys did this. They're taking this long con really well. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> God, we should do that to Henry. Can we do that to Henry? Can yeah, we right. make a new show yeah. <laughs> and go 86 weeks or whatever? <laughs> what a colossal waste of time. Just because you know he never listens to the shows doesn't mean we can totally trick him with that. Let's do it. All, All right. right, just Tyler, that's been our show. Thanks for listening. See you next week. I remember seeing my dad's dick as a child and like, is mine really going to get that big? And it did. And it did. Uh, uh. It's the, yeah, the government just called. They want to hollow it out and turn it into a water tower when I die.